Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You listen to episode 79. My name is Patrick, and I am joined by Steve. Say hi. Shine your shoes there, Governor. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, and Seth, say hi. Patrick, you left me on red for too long. You played the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Did you buy it or not? Well, that's all we have for this week. Uh, no, that, that, uh, in the... I don't remember the original source of the meme. I was going to say, it's a surprise, it's going to help us later. I feel like that's a uh, Disney, Disney meme. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, perhaps. It's a Mickey, yeah, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, yeah, it's yeah, a surprise tool that's, that's going to help, gonna us, help later. us later. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a surprise that you're going to find out with the audience, Seth. Damn it, I've been waiting like a week since I told you to play the demo. You told me <laughs> you'd find out on the podcast, and I tried to shoot my shot right at the beginning. You did, you did. Uh, let me just, let me just put my phone down and leave you on red. A little bit longer, really, really wait for those balls to turn blue. If it's, um, um if, if it's like an audio medium and you're just leaving him unheard. <laughs> do, do, you think, do you think that's Patrick, what blind people do? That was smarter than I thought it would be. <laughs> man, man, uh, man gets to host one episode and suddenly he's the funny one. What can I say? Look, the viewer numbers are speak for themselves. The, the, the viewer numbers and the audio medium? Yep. Uh, well, like, you know, there's like- Seth, YouTube I'm no longer up. scared. That was as dumb as I expected. Damn it. Damn it. Everybody gets one, and I've already had my one, apparently. <laughs> That's true. Everybody does you, get you one. You immediately Don't nosedive it. after the one. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I thought- well, Yeah, I, I uh, Other than uh, leaving Seth, Seth on uh, red slash uh, herd slash whatever else, uh, what have you been up to, uh, Steve? Out, out, pre, Pre-round the lounge. Uh, have you have you finally finished the sports ball chat? Um, yeah, big surprise. New South Wales didn't win. Uh, where, where, where? I, I, but I'm over sports ball now. I'm now on the Taylor Swift tickets, of which <laughs> um, I didn't oh, get yeah. any. Uh, so I joined the queue at about like 8 a.m. this morning. Um, and after waiting and having it on uh, one screen and then doing my work on the other screen, um, I didn't get in. Uh, tickets sold out. The, the real question is, did, did, it, uh, did it blow up? Uh, was it Ticketmaster? I feel like it was Ticketmaster. Ticketek, close. Ticketek, yeah, yeah 50-50 shot. Um, yeah. Apparently it didn't. Uh, there were, like, the, their Twitter account was like, oh, yeah, no, there's still tickets. And then like, at, like, they said that at like quarter past 10, saying, no, no, just hold it. You'll, you'll get in. And then like, the first, like, the top comment underneath it was, no, you're not. There's no more tickets left. It's like, fuck off. Like, I'm not going to listen to some stranger on the internet without a blue tick. Um, but no, me and <laughs> I was like... I don't listen to uh, them with the blue tick. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't listen to Twitter at all. You read it. Um, but yeah, there was me. There was, one of my friends had like six devices going as well, like her phone, her laptop, her work laptop, her boyfriend's phone, her boyfriend's laptop, and she didn't get in. Uh, one of the other boys got... Uh, no one got in. No one got in. So we have to go with the, ge- the plebs for general admission because this was the pre-sale stuff. So. Ooh. Okay, what, what, is, what is your thought on pre-sale? Just, just broadly, just as a concept. Uh, oh, it pretty much guarantees your tickets. Um, if you, well, I thought it did. Does it, though? Yeah, I thought <laughs> it did. I've never had a problem before with all the gigs I've gone to. Um, it's just sort of like if you really want to go to something, it's sort of fantastic I, I'm in, and I, I enjoy that. It de- depends what it is. Like, this is just for, like, signing up for... By, from the ticket tech or frontier touring or whatever it was. I like those ones. But if it's the ones where like they had a super pre-sale, if you were like with an Amex card and then one of the girls, in my Oz tag team 
uh, used her boss's Amex card <laughs> to get into that pre-sale. So I don't like the those pre-sales. I like the, the general pre-sales that any schmuck can get into as long as you plan it out. But isn't that just general admission? It is, but with a little bit more. With, it, it is, but with data harvesting. <laughs> it is, but you you uh, give up your soul in exchange for a couple of days early. No, um, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of the same. I just, uh, I don't remember the last event that it was really bad for, but the, the radio ad went through three different, if you're part of this group, then your pre-sale date is this date. And it was just like, what are we, wh- uh. what happened to going, I want to go to this. And then you buy the concert and then you buy the ticket with everyone else. Instead, it's like, oh, you're not part of, uh, I don't know. Bloody Bigham's Pizza Place Fun Run AMX Black uh, Super Sports League only convening at nine o'clock on Wednesdays. Uh, GG, you're what's not that? part of this pre-sale. You're, what's that? You're not an Aries that's born at between seven <laughs> yeah. o'clock and seven fifty-nine. No, sorry, you got to go to general admission. And it's like, what's no, that? I don't want your that favorite yet. color isn't this one. Get out. <laughs> yeah, they've just gone to the point where they're starting selling you the experience of buying the ticket. You're not actually just buying Shut the up, ticket Sam. anymore. Shut up! No, you, no, get fucked. <laughs> <I'm- laughs> We're dangerously close to a uh, line simulator. Um, or Why are you simulator. booing him? He's right. <laughs> I, look, you literally waited did, in line for a pre-sale ticket. Yeah, and did I get it? No, no which I means didn't. you have I, to I, go I, for the general <laughs> admission now. You, you failed the first one. You didn't, you didn't queue properly for the first experience of buying the ticket, so now you have to you experience the ticket buying later. <laughs> you know what? Let me open up to this podcast for a bit. The, Probably the one thing that gets oh, under my skin. Yeah, no, the, the one thing that I hate more on this planet, that it's if God me, comes up to me, <laughs> no, one thing, not a person. Um, if God Patrick, comes up to me, me like, a person, I think I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> well, you keep interrupting me. Let's see how we go. Uh, <laughs> if God comes up to me and he's like, you can remove one thing from this existence, what would you remove? It'd be fucking lines. I hate lining up. I hate cues. Simply, uh, and those animals that like wait for like to get a table for brunch oh my god i will simply not eat i would rather go hungry give me my taylor swift tickets give me my taylor swift tickets (laughs) do i have a product for you it's called disney fast pass and with fast pass (laughs) you can avoid the queues you're still wait you're not avoiding the queues you're in another queue but because too many people are getting the fast pass you're in a longer queue than the general queue i I listened to that documentary yeah that was all right it's a fantastic documentary i love it yeah I like them. Every, so what we're talking about is there is a, I can't remember who the content creator is, but there's a YouTube video. Defunct Land. Defunct Land. I don't know what that means. Defunct Land? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. I can't <laughs> believe you threw him that hard yeah. with the channel name. Holy shit. His, his entire uh, YouTube channel is about documenting uh, theme parks, theme park rides, and everything about them. And he did, a, he did like an actual documentary length video on FastPass and how it affected Disney and just how it's still out of control and how they still can't manage it properly. It's, it's such a superb video. Yeah, and it shows how, like, greed got in the way and all that kind of stuff. Oh. What, what's crazy is this might be the fifth time we've brought this up. <laughs> is, is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, an I oddly- I've this up quite a few times on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's, it's an oddly long-running- I'm not even going to say joke, because it's, it's not. We just, we just genuinely recommend people go watch a Fast Pass documentary. You know what? Just, just, to, throw, <laughs> just to throw a wrench in the, in the machine, uh, also watch his video about the, um, the Disney Channel uh, theme song. It's, it's like four notes, 
no one knew who composed it for the longest time. So he went digging to find out who it was. And that is also a fantastic video. Damn. All right. I'm not going to watch that. Um, but yeah, uh, Disney Fast Pass. Everybody watch it. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, I hate fucking cues. All right, I'm done. I'm revved up. Let's go. <laughs> cool. What else do I hate? Uh, that's... Yeah, okay. Screw it. Why don't we just go straight into Round the Lounge? Uh, what else have you hated this week, Steve? Um, all right. You know what I've also hated? And look, apologies. This will be a bit of an edging moment because it, uh, I don't have a resolution to this story. It's, but, it's not a race thing, is it? Uh, no, no, it's not, it's not a racism story this week. Um, actually, yeah, I don't have a funny joke to say, but <laughs> they, they won't get me kicked. I thought you were going to say, actually, yeah, it is a race thing now that I think about it. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, look, so I've needed a, like OBE headphones for a while. Like I have some wired ones uh, and they're all right, but... For some reason, the cat thinks it's dental floss and he's always chewing them. So that in the morning when I go to like use them, it's all like soggy and gross and I'm not a fucking fan. So I've been looking for some wireless ones that I can use on both like the Switch and for um, around the house and for Xbox gaming. So I'm like, you know what? Give me those Starfield headset, Bluetooth headset that's just recently come out. So I bought that from JB Hi-Fi, $170 dues. Um, and it's like, Cool, I'll pick it up. I don't want to pay for shipping. I refuse to pay for shipping. I will simply walk and pick it up. And they're like, nah, can't, you can't pick it up. I'm like, oh, fuck, fine. Uh, and then shipping is $13. And I'm like, oh, fuck, $13 for shipping. And I'm supposed to, and like, all right, cool. When do I get it? The 10th of July. And I'm like, all right, it's fucking two weeks. And it's like an extra dollar fifty for express shipping. And I'll get it like, this is on Tuesday when I ordered it. So I was supposed to get it today. Uh, so I'm like, fuck, I'll pay the extra $1.50 and get the thing today. Uh, and you know what I didn't get today? Starfield headset. So I'm just fucking raging right now. There's something on the news docket that's tangentially related to this story, and I'm scared that, Pat, uh, that Stephen might actually go and do it once we bring up that topic. Put, oh, <laughs> okay, I see it. I'm not, yeah. I, um, no, that, look. The second I bought it and I'm, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? Did not need to spend that money. Um, but oh well, you know what? Sometimes it'd be like that. When I've got the headset in about a week's time, hopefully it'll, it'll be good and then I can review it. So, Stephen, um, I bought a new chair and I paid $75 for express shipping because regular shipping was 55 as it was. And I was like, fuck it. It's, a, it's an expensive chair anyway. I'll just pay the extra $20 to get it. As fast as possible. $20. And uh, when it came in, one of the side panels was broken, so I'm waiting for them to send me a new side panel for it. That's because they <laughs> shipped it too fast, you dumbass. Yeah, they were packing the box really fast. Oh, shoot, we've got to give it to Seth. It's like when you, you go to Mickey D's and they're packing your bag really fast, like some 13-year-old, um, and they just don't... They forget to put the sweet and sour nuggets. Sorry, the sweet and sour sauce of your nuggies. Literally every and- time uh, my mum orders a fillet of fish, the cheese is on there wrong. Well, the funny thing is, they only use half. What the fuck do you mean? On their wrong? Like half the cheese? It's it's half a slice of the um cheese that they usually do anyway on the cheeseburgers. So it's just supposed to be like a thin slice down the middle, like on top of the um fillet of fish. She usually gets it like half of it is on the bun, or like half of it is inside the box. They they just throw it in there and hope it lands on the bun (laughs) where it's supposed to be. No, so as, as someone that has worked at McDonald's. 
Um, <laughs> they do they, it intentionally. I've also worked at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, then you'll be you'll know well well you'll be. I didn't know you worked at McDonald's. Wow, we got so much in common. I've been worked um, up at McDonald's. I mean, same, but who hasn't? <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted I'm to getting, fit in. <laughs> I'm getting worked up on this podcast. Um, so you'll know that the they're actually the. The fillet of fish buns are steamed. So, like, once you put that half a slice of cheese on there, if you don't get it on perfectly, you're not fucking doing it again without ruining that bun. Yeah, yeah, you know I know. What? And yeah. so they should be putting so, it on perfectly anyway. They shouldn't just be throwing it on there. You know what? That's probably every time that you fucked up a fillet of fish, your mum's getting punished. I never for fucked it. up a fillet of fish. Yeah. I was, well, I was always just, careful just, about the burgers because. Look, I'm just I, saying, I didn't want, I didn't want people around. to throw the burger back at me. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, Steve meanwhile. over there. Nickname at McDonald's was Steve would fuck a filet of fish, and then I, I was going to drop the last name, but maybe we don't dox you just yet. But what'd she order? Fish filet, like that song. Anyway, what song was it? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I that lyric is like vaguely familiar, but I can't think of the song. Rats. I'm not going to. Um, it's about someone being in Paris. Oh. <laughs> right, so I nearly got us killed. So um, it canceled. is a race thing with you. Okay. Oh, okay, no. Cool. <laughs> no. Got it. Uh, right. Um, Quick, Stephen, what's the flagship monster of Monster Hunter World? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. It's a trap. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So what else has been going on around the lounge? I said my uh, yeah, story. Uh, what are you up to, Pat? Uh, well, I, I actually threw it to Seth just before. Uh... Seth, what have you been up to? And don't say what? Final Fantasy 16. So, Patrick, what have you been up to since I'm not allowed to say what I've been up to? <laughs> but I also can't say Final Fantasy 16. I guess we're going to Hold on, hold on. Let um, me shuffle through the papers real quick. It, it looks like you've written something else down on here. That, that's it, true. That isn't yeah. Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, we call this, we call this barrel scraping uh, because I, I wanted to make sure that I had something to talk about and I feel like Steve was also going to drop that story, but not in the round of lunch. Like, hey, pff. you know, it's 79. Destruction goes out the window at this point. S- sorry, um, I, was, well, I, I, was, I, I was revved up from the Taylor Swift thing. I was on, a, I was on, a, I was on an angry tangent, I might say. Yeah, finishing too quickly happens to a lot of people. Don't worry about it. Um, so I have picked up bits of God of War Ragnarok again, uh, which I still haven't finished from. And it's kind of like the, the on again off uh, thing, because I'm playing it through with someone else. And so timing is kind of, necessary to to figure out when you progress but uh i'll give a quick update on that uh and then i played the final fantasy 16 demo and possibly the full game as well uh we'll have to wait and see um seth what have you done i i've just played final fantasy 16 i and the demo and no no i didn't touch a demo i just went straight into the game because i was like i'm gonna play the demo it's gonna be two weeks out from release and then i'm just going to be fiending to pick up the game so I, I just skipped the, a demo entirely and just went into the game when it came out. Um, I'm already at about 34 hours into the game after one weekend. I don't know whether to high five you or feel sorry for you. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Well, uh, with all of that out of the way, uh, I guess I guess Steve's Steve story time is is uh, already over. Um, quick Ragnarok update. I don't remember where I got to when I last spoke about this, but uh, I 
know for I know for I re- certain. I that remember I up- that the last time we spoke about this, I just kept interrupting you about talking about how great Pro ZD is. True, true, and you know what? You're right. Uh, but other than that, I don't know if I gave an update past being in meeting. Um, oh, the girl who I've already forgotten the name of. Wow, this is a really good go. Agrabota. Uh, giant- yeah, Agrabota. Um, so definitely talked about the Agrabota sequence. I don't know if I've given an update since, but continued playing. Uh, finally talked to the uh the Norns and collected uh the spear and. I I am I am a a spear fan. I I love me a bit of spearing. I also love the spear, but I also love what they do with the spear in this game, like how they tie it into lore and just a general idea of what it is. Like the spear itself isn't a weapon. It's it's just part of something that creates the spear. And what? you know I, I haven't played this game. I'm not going to play this. You really had to be there. You you yeah. have to be there. I'm I'm trying to dance around it to not spoil Steven, but no, it's like look, look realistically, fellas, just between um us three and the, our millions of listeners, um, I'll I'll forget. I've I'm at least six months away from getting a PS5. Uh, maybe a cheeky Christmas present from Sancho if you're listening, listening, big fella. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna forget. I'm glad that this podcast is full of Santa believers. <laughs> what a funny thing to say. Welcome back to Fast Christmas Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Look, a great Christmas it, episode. I, oh, I will wait. not allow oh, Santa to deny guys. it to be on here. You know what this is? This is this is our half Christmas episode. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let him jingle. Let him jingle, home, jingle, home, jingle all the way home. Uh, no, I'm I'm, I'm serious. Uh, here we are, halfway. Well, at the end of June, Christmas. At the end of December, coincidence? I think not. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the spear, uh, sick, uh, such a, such a fun weapon. I, uh, I'm, I normally default to the axe because I like its heft, but I like how the spear feels different enough to, to the chains and the axe that it feels good to use. It doesn't feel like a, uh, like it feels like a weapon, not just like a, uh, not a plot device, but you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't feel like it got introduced and you go, ah. Oh, Man, all of this all of this work was done to make me really like the spear. It's a shame it plays like shit. It's also but. not what I was expecting. Going into Ragnarok and like all the build up towards it, I thought we would have killed four and taken the hammer. Instead, we get the spear, which is also really good. And like I was like before playing it myself, I was like, how how are they really going to make the the hammer different from the axe if they're going to do that like it feels like the thing that they're going to do they're going to give you Mjolnir no matter what and instead they give you this spear which is fantastic in its own right and I'm really glad that they went this direction instead of giving you the thing everyone expected you to get hmm yeah that's that's true uh even the the frozen lightning bolt and stuff uh has been has been pretty cool uh I will say though some of the uh oh, shoot uh, i've forgotten the the archetype uh since picking up the the uh handle of the sword and plugging it into basically create a boss fight in a few places some of those are are so cheap <laughs> oh yeah no some of those get really bad um i find that 
this style of God of War action doesn't lend itself well to having multiple enemies to deal with, especially multiple bosses. Um, I think the worst it ever gets in 2018 is having two bosses at once, and I think this game starts throwing three of them at, at you in some of these uh, uh, sword fights, and it's really bad. It's really hard to manage. I don't think in the in the variant that I'm talking about, I don't think I've fought more than one at a time, but uh, it's more like I, you know, will fight and then, oh no, I got a parry wrong. I took some damage or that sort of thing. And fine, you know, I, I accept skill it's issue. a skill issue on my part. Thank you, Steve. Yep, yep. No, uh, I'm, I'm Patrick and I've skill issued for, for uh, a long time now. All right, so uh, down. Can we go Yep. <laughs> but uh, particularly with, it might have been the first one when, it, when it's introducing it to you, when you're on the ice fields. Uh, and then I get him to really low HP and then I get one block wrong and it feels like he just crits me because I, I was feeling good. I was like, he's down to low HP. I got like at least a quarter left. I can, I knew I could tank a hit, uh, based on how much damage I'd taken when I'd screw up something else. And then he just whops me and just instantly kills me. And it's like, is, is, is that his skill issue or like what, what happened there? I, it feels cheap. Yeah. It feels so cheap to die like that. Yeah, I feel like maybe they do get a little bit of a damage buff as they're getting closer to death. That that might just be placebo effects. Um, mm. I'm I'm also very aware that when I did these, as they're getting closer to death, I get very greedy and I'll try to tank a couple of hits to ensure that I get those last couple of hits in myself, but then it just becomes a trade that I lose. And then yeah. I get frustrated that I, I played that way instead of playing it safe. Because uh, I, had, I had that with one, because I've, I've, fought, I've fought three of them so far. Um, I don't, like, Beast something? I, they all have some name. Uh, I, I, I don't remember. It, it's, it's like a little stone. Anyone that's played Ragnarok will know. It's like, it's like the, the stone key that you put the sword into and then you get, get to do the fight. Um, uh, the first one crit me when I, well, it was either a crit or it was just some obscenely high damage attack that I was able to dodge every other time except the one time when I was on low HP twice. Um, so first one, just crit me to death twice when, I, when, I, when they were on low HP. Okay, feels cheap. Got mad, sat forward in my gamer chair, pushed my glasses up a little bit, and then kicked his ass. Um, second one, he, he's like a poisony type guy, and he, he likes to jump up and slam down on top of you. And so normally through the fight, he'd do maybe two of these. And when he got to low HP, he did five in a row. <laughs> and it was like, okay, I think I got the timing down that it's not too much of an issue, but also what the fuck is happening? Because I can't hit him when he's jumping up and like waiting to slam down on my head. Uh, and to just suddenly hit five of those back to back also felt cheap. But uh, luckily in that case, I bested him. Yeah, they do uh, start then, to do their big move more often as they're getting closer to death to try and psych you out and just kind of get more aggressive and keep you on the back foot. And then the third one, I suspect I'm actually just too low a level for, but he's like a Zeusy lightning bolty type guy, uh, way up by the whale island, and uh, start the fight, and he just spams lightning and then kills me. <laughs> and it's not even a skill issue thing of uh, like. I, I enjoy these sorts of games, right? Because, I mean, as I say, big monster under fiend. And so having a big 
attack that you kind of have to figure out the mechanics of or learn to play around is fine. That's part and parcel of playing those sorts of games. But this one, it feels like it doesn't matter what I do, it always hits me and I always die. And I'm hoping that part of it is just because I'm too low a level to, to, to make the fight fair. But otherwise, I, I consider myself officially filtered on that one. Uh, could, could not get past him. Gave up, moved on. Uh, I'll come back and, and kick his ass later, but that was just not fun. Luckily, after like the fifth attempt, I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> There's uh, no nothing I do to, to change up how this goes is changing the outcome. So uh, I, I'm just going to move on. And I didn't spend any extra time on it. I'm Clapped myself on the back because normally I would be game opposing my way several hours through that. Like uh, bloody Beast Clergyman and Dark Souls because... That is still the gold standard for the number of hours spent on a boss. Got him to a sliver of health multiple times and just not, not quite done enough. But anyway, otherwise Ragnarok progressing well. That's uh, a story. You haven't really talked about the story that much. You just been talking about you got tilted. About, yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, reason I don't talk about the story a huge amount. The story, the story moments are really good, particularly because I, I really enjoy uh, how they've done Odin as a character. Uh, and Thor as well, actually. I, I, I really like the, the um, Norse pantheon that they got going. But the problem is, I, the way that I play God of War, I want to kind of experience everything in each area as I go. And the problem with that is that it means that the story beats become so few and far between, you kind of have to remind yourself of what the story's doing. <laughs> because you'll get a, a great little re-snapshot, and then you'll spend six hours running around doing side quests. And you'll get another little, uh, little tidbit of story. Uh, I'm sure there are some ways of playing that suggest that you just go through the story and do minimal side activities. Uh, and then you kind of keep the momentum going in the story. And that, that's probably uh, a better way to play it to experience the story. But, but that's uh, wrong. I, and the game also kind of, they purposely give you these moments to go and do the side quests. And they even give in-character explanations for why you're going around doing the side quests instead. Like, yeah. there's a part where you're going around. Um, actually, I don't know if this is after what you've done. Well, I'll, I'll give you the one that I just got hit with, which was uh, uh, Kratos. You seem you seem really angry that uh, some, that you've been told something will happen in your future. Uh, why don't you cool off by doing some side quests? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, but it's like in your face. I don't know. That sounds one of, one of the ones that I remember is that Ragnarok is coming, but it's going to come no matter what. So let's let's just uh, take a moment and uh, spend time with each other for a little bit before pushing ourselves to that final war. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, no, the the reason why my one was funny and poignant is because me playing completionist, I'd already done all the side content in that area before getting uh... that 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 voice line. And so, uh, uh, no, Kratos went back through the fast travel door angry. <laughs> he didn't have time to calm down. Um, yeah, so the, the, the story's great, but I also don't Taylor think Swift I'm... Uh, nice. Needs to calm down. How's, 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 how's the queue? How's the queue? Yeah, fuck you. How, how are the fuck lines? Yeah. That's not funny. Yeah? Cool. You, you, you know what? Middle of, uh, middle of Midgard, no lines. Everyone's dead. All I'm saying, there are some perks. There are some True. perks. <laughs> Taylor Swift doing a concert. It's just Kratos in the audience. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give mods on the story as as I think there's more to give, but currently it's just uh, there have been little. It's bits. a lot of good character writing so far, yeah. unless the story itself. That that's like a really good way to describe it. You get chunks of story every now and then, but in between those chunks of story, it's really leaning heavily on how well they've written the characters and their interactions. Yeah. I I guess because you haven't played it, Steve. The the story update that I would give from what I played recently is. I, I got the spear, which is a story moment, but in terms of, in terms of specifically to the story, that is it. That, that is all that little story beat achieves, is you now have a spear. It's delivered in a story moment, but all of the, what makes it really cool are all the character interactions and things, which are uh, a lot harder okay. to kind of talk through. That, that sort of thing. So uh, Yeah, the, the whole definitely... reason of getting the spear is we need a weapon that'll help deal with Heimdall, because... We need something that'll um, catch him off guard, and uh, Kratos being a Spartan, they're like, a spear will do him good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give more of a story sort of recap. I'm sure uh, we'll end up talking through it with, uh, with Seth once I get close to actually finishing this thing, but for now, uh, I just wanted to give a quick, and I look at the time and realize it's not super quick, uh, update. On, on that, but I guess uh, on, onwards, onwards. You know what, up. it's about 13 minutes, that's quick for your standards. Okay, that's hurtful but also accurate. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. So, I played the demo. How was it? <laughs> there we go. No, 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 that's it, that's your story, you played the demo. That's done. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was putting in the timestamp, so as I was typing in FF16, I was like, oh, he's, he's waiting for me to ask, how was it? <laughs> Um, there are parts that I liked, there are parts that I didn't like, I have not bought the full game. Alright, hit me with the parts you didn't like. I- So- I'm- I'm- I'm assuming it's gameplay, and- <laughs> I- I need to know if that was it. <laughs> you- you- you are already more excited at that right now than at any point I've seen you since talking about Final Fantasy XIV. And that's a high fucking bar. Um, so I, uh, I thought the story, the storymatic introduction bits of the two, uh, I want to say the two titans, the two uh, defiance? Icons. Icons, thank you. Uh, the two icons fighting, sick. Super into it, loved that. And then you get knocked out and you go to a flashback into a tutorial area. And I'm like, okay, I know what they're doing. Let's just, let's just get through this. <laughs> let's go back to the, the awesome, cool, icony stuff. Um, and. <laughs> I gotta be honest, and it's not a spoiler because it's it's in the demo and has probably very little bearing on the main game. But as soon as I saw how charismatic your dad was, I knew he was gonna die. <laughs> Sean Bean moment. It absolutely was. It's like here here's the here's the hometown hero, and I'm like every character writing fiber of my being is telling me he's gonna die tragically in the next couple hours. So. Basically, everyone in that beginning section can be can be mirrored into a Game of Thrones character. True. Joshua, actually. your younger brother, is basically Bran Stark. Clive is basically Jon Snow. Uh, the father is Eddard Stark. The mother is Cersei. <laughs> I really don't like how accurate you are with these descriptions. <laughs> They're, they're wearing their heart on their sleeve with how much this is inspired by Game of Thrones. Hmm. But 
So those well, inspirations are a base, and the further into the game you get, it does carve its own identity. Well, it, it can't because like, Eddard's I, I want fucking to get dead. That, yeah, I, w- I want to get that out of the way early. Yeah, fair. Uh, so the, the bits that I... Uh, so I, I was on board, and then every writing trope hit me when I went to the flashback. I'm like, okay, I know how this is going to play out. I, n- nothing surprised me playing through most of the story beats uh, up until the kind of big finale. Where the game lost me is the combat system and this is, gotta contextualize this, off the back of Ragnarok, big monster under fan and haven't played a Final Fantasy game since I think 8. <laughs> possibly, that might possibly be a little bit of time on one sense, but 8 was the last one that I, that I know that I played and even that was a, a lot of years ago. The combat I just couldn't quite get because it it didn't feel it uh it felt like it wasn't leaning hard enough into either fighting uh, mob waves and you feel godly and untouchable, or each one is kind of a trial and you have to wear them down. And the reason I say that is even the little like goblin guys that you fight in the swamp. There are so many of them, I wanted it to be just a, a mob, uh, like a mob bash thing, sort of Devil May Cry type thing. But the tools that you're given aren't powerful enough to deal with them quickly that it felt, each combat encounter felt too drawn out, which is a, a weird sort of, it feels like a weird complaint to bring up. And it might just be because I knew it was a demo and I knew that I was currently in a flashback. But part of me just wanted to speed through some of the combat sections and then having one of the goblins sort of like the leader of them sort of run off and, and just be a little prick, be a little shit about it was like, OK, this is just dr- being drawn out for being drawn out sake. Uh, and I don't think I. Yeah, it, it just never really. So, so I'm going really to hit you with something rude. Sure. That, that is 100 percent a skill issue. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> It, the, the game gives you Got tools him. to get through fights faster. The whole um, Phoenix shift is how you get around to those enemies quicker. Um, it does give you an AOE attack. It's a lot of... Hang on. Is that, uh, hang on this is the demo, don't forget. Do you get that? No, no, you, you have do. In the demo. Yeah, you, have, you have Phoenix step oh, in the okay. demo. And I tried using it, but it just didn't feel... <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds hyper-specific. There was too much, there was too much end... Uh, I'm trying to think of the smash term when you finish an attack and and you you have like a set amount of time where you're just not doing anything at the end of an attack. Oh, I swear there's a name for it. Um, end lag. Is it end lag? I was thinking of recovery. Yeah, recovery. Yeah, yeah. So I tried. I tried Phoenix. Um, the game was like, hey, you should use Phoenix Step, and I'm like, okay, I will use Phoenix Step. And so I Phoenix stepped around, but there felt. It, it honestly felt like half a second of, of end lag or half a second of recovery after each Phoenix Step. So you got your one attack in when you Phoenix step to something and then and then there's just this sort of pause and it just it, it chunked the momentum down for me. So that pause, I'm assuming you're feeling there is probably for where you can magic burst. Um, so when you're when you're coming out of a Phoenix shift, you can you can cancel like you can queue up an attack or a um, shot while it's happening. So 
at the moment you come out of it, you'll do like a Phoenix shift attack or a Phoenix shift magic attack. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I, I do that, and, and then, then it, and then it feels like I get hit with like half a second of recovery. Yeah, no, I I never feel that, but I think what you're probably feeling is where you can you can fit in a um a magic shot after doing that Phoenix shift slash. So a lot of this combat design is uh, around trying to weave in your magic in between your melee attacks. Oh, and so okay. Because what I was trying to do was I was trying to do Phoenix step into, and then how the how I perceived what the game was telling me was I had the choice of physical attack or magical attack, and you get one. And so no, no, no. Well, if you do the magic attack, it'll end at the magic attack. If you do the um physical attack. You have a window um, afterwards. So in Devil May Cry terms, which is this is probably going to hit no one here either. But playing as Nero, there's this system where um, you pull the trigger after an attack, and it'll rev up the motorcycle sword, and that's called the exceed system. <laughs> but this game are, does. There are so many words that just mean nothing to me in this sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this game. Mind. This I is. If there's anyone in the audience that this is going to hit, I hope it hits them. <laughs> but basically, so the motorcycle sword. they're taking that sort. What they're taking that system where after every slash you can um you can hit the magic button and you'll do something called a magic burst, which is just like doing a quick uh, um magical attack in between your uh string, and you can weave that in in between basically every hit that you do. So you can. For your basic four-string combo, if you're doing it correctly, you can weave in four magic attacks in between each hit of that string. Right. And okay. I'm assuming I'm assuming that's where you're probably feeling that end lag because once you're weaving all of those in, or even cancelling the end lag into your um your R2 abilities, um it it does feel a lot smoother. Okay, I'm I'm kind of glad that that's the case because it. It it just it never it never felt smooth because that's what I that's the the attack string that I was trying to go for never felt smooth so it never felt like I was comboing through things it felt like it was a sequence of attacks and then and then like a, a rest period and so the combat was just kind of me combination of of end lag phoenix stepping and then just running at people. <laughs> um, also, this is uh, this is going to be really mean as well. Almost immediately after the demo in the full game, um, you do like two more fights, I think it is, and then you unlock the ability to um buy skill up uh, skill upgrades. So it all those uh, do is like giving you extra attacks, like your uh, gap closer attack or your um charge attacks, and all of those also help with weaving in between um end lag issues and cancelling them so out. What, what do you what do you mean? Uh, buying extra attacks. You mean charging up the ones you have, or actually just adding an attack to the to the end of the string or something? No, it's uh, more like there's a couple of new attacks you can buy. So, um, there's uh, one of them is pressing square and X, square and X at the same time, and uh, Clive will square do like a, a run forward <laughs> and then a swipe. It's like closing the gap between him and the enemy, but you can also weave weave that in between end lag stuff. Oh, so I see. It's like do your four hit combo, then do your gap closer, and that'll be another like way to uh, fill the combo. And you also get to, you'll also get Toggle the dog pretty fast as well afterwards, and he is also a combo extender button. Yeah. So uh, so right. so they keep adding right, right, more right. elements on top of things to help you help 
reduce the end lag you might be feeling. Yeah. So the, the, the toggle thing uh, is interesting because I, at the end of the demo, they say, um, oh shoot, how do they introduce it? They're like, you've just played the demo. Click here to go to the, the store and buy the full version. You've also unlocked, I think they called it a boss rush mode. It wasn't, it's... The iconic challenge. That's it, thank you. Yep, the iconic challenge. And so I played through that and... What a fucking, oh, that's and a cool name. Some of, okay, so I'm just putting in some of the uh, issues that I felt were a lot lessened in the iconic challenge, but it still didn't feel that comfortable. And I think part of it not feeling comfortable is also that, uh, is, is it, which one's evade? Is it R1? Yeah, R1. Doesn't feel natural to me at all. It, it does take some getting used to. There's also like, free control schemes and I'm using the third one where I've got say, the magic shot on L1 instead of a triangle. Um, that would help a bit too actually. I didn't actually think about if they did alternate control schemes. Yeah, it, just I really prefer sure if they would just complete remap, but uh, um, there's three of them at the moment and another patch is coming along the way to add even more. Huh. Um, so they're, they're trying to account for people being comfortable but I would just kind of prefer, hey, let me just remap these buttons how I want it to. Mm. Uh, and the, the final thing, which <laughs> this one is definitely a skill issue, the evade system I could never figure out. <laughs> Similar to, uh, I think it was the Celeste thing we were talking about, how sometimes a jump will happen and you're not really sure if, if you doing a jump in a particular way was luck or skill. Uh, that was a lot of the evades, both in playing the demo and the iconic challenge of I can't I couldn't tell if I was supposed to press the evade button as I was getting hit before I was getting hit or just using it to just sides kind of like a monster hunter roll of just just rolling out of the way and not trying to use it for iframes and what was funny was I uh I think it wound up being equipped I don't quite remember but the accessibility uh, ring for automatic, uh, I don't think it's automatic, oh, it might have been automatic evasion, uh, and then giving you a prompt of stepping back in on the, the parry attack made it feel way better for me. Yeah, so- Biggest skill the, issue of the my way you life. Want to evade is, the way you want to evade is, like, right before the attack lands, but also, the- this is going into the mean territory again. Um, there's a skill you can unlock that increases the window of when you'll uh, trigger the um, precision dodge, which that was it. Re really makes dodge. it re really makes it a lot easier to just trigger those precision dodges and then get your counter hits or counter magics in. Because I, the, when when the combat felt the smoothest for me was when I was in the iconic challenge, swapping between the different uh, steps. No. The, the different icons. It, okay, it's just the different icons. Swapping between the different icons um, and getting the evasion into counter hits. All of that stuff was when it felt smoothest. I just wasn't sure if what I was playing, like, if, sorry, I was, because they said this is like sort of more end gamey type uh, build. I wasn't sure if what I was playing was going to be closer to the experience of playing through the game or if it was just going to be at the end when everything just becomes a bit easier. And the game also didn't tell me that the skill upgrade, they, they said you could upgrade skills, but they didn't say that you would get new skills. So I'm kind of, I'm 
I'm really glad that they have new skills as options, but I'm kind of disappointed that uh, they didn't make that clear because it sounded like you just got stat up, uh, upgrades because every time the level up, every time you hit a level up, it would just give you the stat boost. And so I figured the level up was just choosing more like one stat to put more points into. Yeah, no, so the demo is literally just, well, besides the iconic challenge, uh, the main demo is just the first couple hours, a right? slice of the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah, the first two hours of the game. And this game is slowly introducing you to all of its mechanics. Like, you do not get all of those mechanics right away. Hell, I think it was probably around the 13-hour mark where I had... I had the ability to do everything, but I didn't have the ability to max out my icon slots. So I, I, they had slowly introduced all the precision stuff. And then once you get your second icon, they start slowly introducing like the concept of switching between them and how to juggle them. And then you get another mechanic after that. And then that fully kits out um, your entire controller basically and Clive's moveset. And yeah, it's just a slow progression to uh, every time they introduce something, you get to bang your head on the wall a little bit to practice it and kind of get the hang of it. And then when they feel like it's a comfortable time, then they introduce the next mechanic. And that's when they start explaining all those things. Like they don't explain the ability tree and buying new abilities until you unlock that thing. Um, and they don't explain other icons until you unlock your second icon and so on. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're no, enjoying no, it, the, but... the thing was, I really enjoyed the story. Like, the story was sick. It was just parts of the combat... Yeah, but... It was, it was just, the, like, the, the thing was, parts of the combat were, like, some of it, like the dodge stuff, was just a straight-up skill issue, and I recognized that. But other parts was, uh... But, but, but it should be, like, especially for a demo, it, like, is it a skill issue because you're not getting it, or is it a skill issue because the game's not telling you what to do, or the timing is awkward? For me, for me it was because the timing um, is awkward, but that's also because of other stuff that I've been playing that is similar enough that, that changes how I think this should be implemented. Yeah, so, like, yeah, with, okay. with, with, with the counter-dodge, like, in God of War, your parry would be the frame that the attack yeah. lands. While this is like you want to do it within like a quarter of a second before the attack yeah, lands. And just adjusting for that when everything else is very similar in terms of like third person similar well, overlaps with the combat system, shall we say, and everything else. Even trying to trying to adjust your mindset of from when the attack connects to when the attack is about to connect is oddly difficult. And then it also being a different button. <laughs> The number of times I hit circle expecting to roll and just getting punched in the face. Uh, um, no, as I say, the, the icon challenge made it a bit better. The icon challenge uh, also highlighted that. Uh, so I, I was able to uh, get, I think, every one of the icon slots onto cooldown. And I know that's not playing optimally, but it was odd to me that I didn't kind of constantly have some sort of special ability on the go. Like, the cooldowns just felt a bit too long for me, I guess is what I mean. Yeah, there, there are things in the game that helps reduce the cooldown as you're going as well. So, a lot, of, a lot of your build in the game is going to be around, like, what 
equipment you're going to put on to help with certain abilities and reduce their cooldown or do extra damage. And certain skills have longer cooldowns, certain skills have shorter cooldowns. So it's going to be a lot of like juggling what type of playstyle you want in that regard. Mm. Uh, I will say of the of the three icons, the uh, I want to say the ground icon, rock, Titan. What? <laughs> it, it's, it's Earth, but it's also the icon is Titan. You mean, sorry. I, okay, the silence is too long. I, I'm trying, I, I can literally, wait, 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 so I can hear the, I can hear the sound of Pat's uh, brain fan going through. <laughs> right. So elements wise, the three that you're given is fire, wind, and uh, uh, earth. Yes. Name wise, it's Phoenix, Garuda, and Titan. Okay. <laughs> Anything like Titan, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, um, of, of the, um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let, let, let me let me tie that back in with the the feedback that I was trying to get to. I really so me saying that it felt weird that the cooldowns were so long. I really enjoyed playing as Titan. The game felt like it's not designed combat wise to play as one icon. Would that be correct? Yeah. No, it's not. You're always wanting to switch. Uh, sigh. <laughs> and Titan, I can see why it'd be your favorite one coming out of God of War because. Um, your circle ability as Phoenix uh, was the Phoenix shift we talked about before, which is to teleport to an enemy. Mm. As a Titan, it's a block, and it gives you that same kind of uh, counter window that God of War has to oh, block it, an attack. It wasn't even that. It was just the fact that each attack felt more powerful. <laughs> like, it felt like I oh, did... Yeah, that um, too. Uh, I, I don't remember what any of the names are, but you, you do one of the Phoenix attacks and then you do some fire breath. And because it's in the, the icon challenge, uh, the dudes kind of don't care. Like there's like a little bit of recoil and stuff, but otherwise they, they still attack. It doesn't break their step. Meanwhile, you hit them with the, the Titan special and they actually just get punched across the room. And you're like, this feels like Batman. I'm kidding. This, 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 like, just feels strong. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> I just feel like the main protagonist of Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> but I'm saying is like, I don't I, know if I, you have to equip it yourself. Uh, yeah, go. No, sorry, you finish. No, I was just going to say, I, I preferred the, the weightier feel. Like, the special attack felt like a special attack, whereas the special attacks on the other, on the other icons felt like a part of, like, part of a combo move, and then you just continue. Whereas I, I liked. Yeah, I, I liked the, the feeling of it being a powerful finisher for Titan, even though there's that dumb charge mechanic which people kept hitting me out of. Yeah, so I don't know if um, they give you it on the, um, on, like on the toolkit right away or if you have to go into the pause menu and equip it, but there's this one ability with Titan where you step in and you do like machine gun blows to their stomach. Um, if you... If you if you activate that on like the frame you're getting hit, it uh, does like this really um special camera zoom effect, and you counter the attack, and you just start doing a JoJo style aura aura punch flurry on them. <laughs> it is it is fantastic. Oh, man, I feel like so much of how this demo played out is just skill issue meets Patrick with a Final Fantasy game. It's. It's a system you need to get used to. I'm used to it because I played Devil May Cry and Dragon's Dogma, and it's like it meets somewhere in the middle of both of those. Mm, so um, I haven't played either of those. 
Yeah, so it's <laughs> that, that's why that's why I start off by saying I'm going to be rude. It's a skill issue when you're saying the mobs are like the goblin mobs are taking too long because it's just I'm used to these systems, so I'm flying through it pretty easily, and I can see um and I have seen people who aren't used to this style of game does do take longer on certain enemies, and they do say that the combat encounters feel drawn out when it's just a thing of you need to get used to the system and take full advantage of it to fly through these encounters. See, I, I, uh, based on how the tutorial with the quartermaster went, if the game had said, hey, this is the kind of skill ceiling for the, for these encounters, like, I'm not saying I want a fucking timer in a corner in an S rank or anything, but, uh, the game Nobody did not- wants that. The, <laughs> the game didn't give me any indication that the way that I was playing was suboptimal, and so it just felt it was kind of like, oh, this is what the game's going for. I don't know if this is for me. To to now hear that, uh, effectively, it's a self-imposed ceiling makes me really want to try it again with that in mind. <laughs> Specifically, because the, the those sorts of games uh, are much more interesting to me, where you're kind of limited by. Uh, your, your understanding of the mechanics rather than the cap of the mechanics themselves, if that makes sense. So that's, that, that's genuinely really interesting, to, uh, really good to know. Um, the, the final one, and then I'll let you talk more sort of Final Fantasy stuff, because uh, I realize we've been talking about the demo on and off for about 20 minutes. But uh, towards the end of the demo, I get that it's supposed to be this big climactic moment where you're the phoenix mm -hmm. fighting. Uh, <laughs> I'll be it honest, freaks. it... it Ifrit? Okay. Yeah. It, 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 Come look, to it, me, look, Ifrit! That's literally all my YouTube ads are just like that line, and then before I can't skip it until it's, Come to me, Ifrit! So it's burned into my head. Soon it'll be, Come, Come to me, Come to me, Ifrit! Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> One more time, watch, no, watch, 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 watch him swap that to, to talking about feet. Um, yeah, that, that fight... Uh, that fight was... I'll be honest, kind of boring. <laughs> I I liked it enough. It's it's a cool throwback to Panzer Dragoon. It's a it's a lot of a um. It's more cinematic than anything, though. Yeah, and that that's the part that I didn't. So so the reason why I didn't like it, it gave me flashbacks to the three stage boss fight fighting Clockwork in Sly Cooper One, where. Yeah. It's a big cinematic thing, but you just know there's like a, another phase. And so when, uh, when I got Ifrit's health to zero and then there's the cinematic playing, part of me was like, there's going to be another stage here. But then the cinematic plays and jo uh, Joshua goes and fucks him up a bit. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe it's actually, like, maybe this is actually just how, how the fight goes. And then the second entire health bar appears and it goes back into the same, like, identically same style of cinematic boss fight. And it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> I don't feel like the stakes are high enough to warrant a second replica of this boss fight. So this is, this is going back into the thing with like, yeah, so they're slowly progressing all of your skills and everything and slowly introducing you to these things. The icon battles are the same. But they're more spread out. So, um, uh, how do how do I go about this? So yeah, you start off with the um Phoenix one, and that's 
that's basically an on-rails shooter and more cinematic than anything is to kind of show you the scope of what these will be. And then you do your next one and you're um, playing as uh, um, Ifrit and uh, um, you're given a limited move pool for Ifrit. And uh, he's very sluggish and uh, kind of hard to control. And it's like a big slobber knocker fight. And then you get to the next one and that's when you're given like the full toolkit. So you're fully in control. You're doing these big climactic moments. And it feels good when you're getting to these spots. They're, they're more... For Phoenix and the first Ifrit fight, they're more big cinematic cap-off moments for these story chapters. And the Icon fights are still generally used as big story moment cap-off for uh, specific chapters, but they progressively, they progressively get better and better and um, more... Uh, ambitious in scope while giving you more gameplay over them as well. Right. Okay. I I don't know if I like that answer, I'll be honest, but uh, at least it might get better in the full game. Did you buy the full uh, game? No, that's what I said. I, I haven't. I haven't I oh, haven't sorry. I was missed that part. I was, yep. I was doing uh, some honk and chew moments. <laughs> Uh, the the other the other reason I say that is because a similar thing happened with the number of times you fight. I want to say Bianca. That's not her name. What's her name? Benedicta. Benedicta. I was okay. I was actually kind of close. I'm surprised how close I got. Um, because the entire icon challenge is you running after and fighting her, and you do it in like th- like three different times where she basically does the same thing. It's just in three different locations, and it's the same sort of thing of like. I'm not invested enough into the outcome of this fight to think that it warrants how long this fight is. And part of that might just be mechanics-based, because, you know, we, we, we literally talked through why I'm uh, not fully grasping the mechanics, but yeah, that, that I could see getting tiresome, if, that, if that's what the full game is. Um, I don't know if, like, so yeah, I just came off saying that, but it's um Hold on, I'm trying to wrap my head around how to say this. <laughs> um no, the Patrick, you are bad. <laughs> no, 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 cuz I get it. It's like I just Start at Final Fantasy 1 and then by the time you get to Final Fantasy 16, you'll understand it. <laughs> no, it's play Devil May Cry 5, then play Dragon's Dogma and then you'll understand. Wow, didn't also, recommend Final I play Stranger of Paradise. Interesting. Oh, uh, no, Stranger of Paradise is its own thing. That's more play Dark Souls to understand why Stranger of Paradise is so good. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. yeah. Getting invested in Benedicta is just another thing of you gotta play the game to get invested in the characters. Just taking the slice of where her boss fight would be isn't enough of a sell for her as a character. Um, so that that's one angle. But also... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't spend a lot of time on her boss fight. That's that's where this whole divide comes in because um I I also kind of knew because I saw from um the previous gameplay of people playing like um a journalist builds a months ago that there's certain techniques you can use to um really fuck up Benedicta's day much faster. So there's a move called Heat Wave, I think it was which is you slam down like a phoenix wing in front of you. And if a projectile hits that, then you 
slow down time and do like three big hits against the enemy. And doing that whenever she throws wind at you just absolutely ruins her day and makes that boss fight go a lot faster. Oh. Yeah, well, fucking, as, as you can probably surmise from the rest of my complaints about the demo, I didn't do that. Yeah, it's, so it's instead, a lot of... It's, it's, I wouldn't it's, blame you for not knowing about that because you, have, you, you haven't been, like, deep into the Final Fantasy 16 trenches and watching every bit, everything about it like I have. No, that's um, true. I go outside, yes. Yeah, and oh. a lot of these things are, like, <laughs> experimenting with uh, different things. Like, the Icon Challenge uh, um, demo, I imagine, is there to let people experiment with the tools that they do give you to kind of get an understanding of what they're doing with the game. Yeah, and I, that, that's entirely what the point is. Yeah, and so it's just one of those things where, like, it's really interesting to me when there's they're giving you these tools to, encounter, like, really rush through the encounters in ways but they you, you do have the ability to not use those tools as well and just draw, draw out the fight a little longer uh, if you're really into that and do unoptimal runs see I'm, I'm the opposite it's not about wanting to draw it out longer it's that it feels drawn out as it stands that I feel triumph when I get through the first health bar because that that feels like that should be a logical end for where the boss fight is, because their health has run out. And when my health runs out, I fucking die. When their health runs out, they should fucking die. And so when they don't, and it just continue and it just does it again, uh, it doesn't it, it's not even like it's the same boss fight and they go into a oh, you've done it this time, and then they go into a second phase. It's that they they run off and then you chase them down and then you fight them a second time that because the first one clearly didn't work, I don't feel more invested in trying to trying to whittle their health down a second time. It feels more chore-ish. That's okay. That, hold that's on, because my benchmark. I I don't recall that playing out that way. The way I remember this dungeon going is that when you first run into her, you fight her sisters, so to speak, like her two um, harpy um, familiars, and then you get to the end of the castle. You fight her once as she is, and then once you take out her health bar, or maybe even half of it, I don't remember entirely, but she goes into this, you fucked up, I'm powering up phase. That might be the case. I did play this fairly late uh, at night when I already wasn't, I, I was already trying to get to grips with the issues I had with the um, story part of the demo. That might be how it played out, but it was the, it was the, it was the similar it was basically the same issues transplanted onto this of this fight feels like it's going for too long. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Krabs, I'm not having fun. <laughs> 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 that, 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 that sort of thing. Um, but we've, we've, we've chatted about the demo enough. You've, you've given me enough reason to at least take another look at maybe not playing the demo again, but uh, to at least look at doing the icon challenge again and seeing if... Yeah, yeah, do the I'm icon challenge sense. again and try to get grips with the gameplay if that's like the biggest hurdle because if you're liking the story then you don't need to go through that two hour chunk again to yeah, the, the sell story yourself on it again the story yeah. started so well the the big ass fucking titan run like running through the battlefield i don't know what the difference between defiance and icons and shit are but it was like ah oh, you know here come here come the ultimate weapons and it actually felt like two ultimate weapons fighting and so, if that's if there's more of that in the story gimme gimme but the gameplay just couldn't Gimme, gimme, gimme. 
so so I'm to to give you the quick yeah. answer, icons are the beasts themselves, like Titan, Shiva, Ifrit, and Phoenix. Dominance are the people. Final Fantasy, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they they're, are. they're summons. On oh, my yeah. understanding of it is someone who's only seen a couple of trailers. Um, and this conversation, the Titans are. Yeah. And this conversation. <laughs> yeah, and the dominance are the people that turn books. into them. Right. And for for Steven's sense. sake, they're basically Jinchuriki. <laughs> okay, you fuck off, Weeb. <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I realize I've tanked so much of the time talking about the demo. Uh, you know what? I'm going to make this a separate, separate timestamp. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I'm now I'm now more interested in playing the main game. Just talking through the issues I have with the demo. So, congrats, you're you're winning me over. So, try not to spoil anything too heavily. But how are you finding the the non-demo version of Final Fantasy 16? I came out of just a demo section going, this game is so fucking cool. I can't believe how good this game is. <laughs> like just, just off the demo, like finishing the demo section and how good that turned out. I was blown away by how much I immediately liked this game. And that has continued see, through the rest of the game. See, what's really funny is I came out of the demo section and went, I don't know if this game is for me. This game is definitely for Seth. Oh yeah, no, this is this is almost literally my dream game. There's a few nitpicks I have here and there of how things could be better every now and then, but this is, is almost that, exactly. Uh, I, I don't want to like, derail that too hard, but are, are those nitpicks more gameplay or more story? Gameplay, more gameplay related. Okay. Con con continue your thought. I'm I'm just curious, but yeah, continue what you're actually saying. Yeah, no, it's just even with those nitpicks aside. I understand why maybe some decisions were made over others. Like, real, real quick one is that it would have been nice if there were more combo options. Like, right now, um, I've got everything that Clive can do on his base moveset. And I've had everything Clive can do in his base moveset since I had the ability to buy abilities. Like, go into the ability tree and buy them. Um, so Wait, is that because you spec yourself out to have all those or did you, or does it automatically unlock you at the start? I, I spec myself out to have all those because I had enough ability points to buy all of those immediately. That's it. Oh, it seems like that's a you thing. Like you can't be like, oh, I bought everything. They should put more stuff in the shop. No, no, no. They do put more stuff in the shop, but they're more around the icons. Um, oh, okay. I, I'm just talking about your base moveset alone. And basically what you get is. Your four hit combo, a three hit air combo, um, your gap closer, and your while I'm in the air, I'll drag myself and the enemy down to the ground with me sort of attack. Bang. Um, and I kind of wish there was stuff like pause combos or maybe a secondary combo in there. Like pause combos would be like, even if you do the four hit sequence, it's like your normal combo would be triangle, tri uh, square, 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 square. While a pause combo would be square, square, delay for a second, then square, square again for a different combo. And I would have appreciated if it, um, something like that was in the game just to spice up the variety a little. But I can see that their version of spicing up the variety a little is giving you all the icons, all their abilities and mix and matching all the different abilities that they have. Like for the fire one itself right now, I have a pool of... 
five or six moves I can put into that two fire icon slots. Um, so yeah, there's, there's variety in what you can build yourself to do. And so it's just one of those things where like, it would have been neat to do this. I understand why they didn't because there's different ways. I'm not going to hold it against them and take points away for it. Yeah, I probably didn't want to overcomplicate it. Like, okay, hang on. So let's well, let's talk about the. Is would you say that the combat is complicated? Like hearing Pat's problems, and that's whether that's a skill issue or him not being as familiar with the genre. As someone that does like uh, beat 'em ups, three D beat 'em ups, uh, JRPGs. I don't know. Did call exactly this kind of game. Usually it's called action games. People online like to call them stylish action games. I'm, I'm just sticking with action. What I call an action game? I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, do you feel that it does the genre a service? Like, is it Devil May Cry? Because I keep seeing the comparisons to Devil May Cry. Is it easier Devil May Cry or we've got Devil May Cry at home type of thing? Or is it a... It's similar. It's, it's a, a Devil May Cry type game. It's like, yeah, it's similar. I said it in uh, earlier, but it's like somewhere in the middle of being Devil May Cry and being Dragon's Dogma. Like it's a, yeah, it's an interesting uh, mix between the two. Sorry. What I meant by that is like, uh, is it easier or more complicated or more simple? Um, Um, It's easy in the sense that Dragon's Dogma is easy in my eyes. Yes, you got two um, but buttons. it does. It does have uh, it. does have the ceiling to go a little complicated, like Devil May Cry, but not all the way there, like Devil May Cry. So, okay. at a base level, at a base level of just trying to get your head around the game, I think it's simple enough. But it's got that ceiling to be really in depth. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Good chat. Honestly, I don't know I, I i i've lost my train of thought of what i was talking about actually like so i i mentioned like the clive move set being and being a little disappointed in that but story stuff story stuff has been amazing um this might be the coolest game that square enix has ever made and i hold them in very high regard in making very cool games like i love the kingdom hearts games i love the far fancy games beforehand Final Fantasy VII Remake is pretty fucking cool. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 has a lot of cool moments. I think this is going above and beyond and is is up there for, like, some of the greatest things that they're doing. Um, and storyline-wise, it's, it's probably the most invested I've been in a Square Enix game as well, like, emotionally and just being gripped by what's happening in the story. Um... They do a lot to make sure to try and make sure that you understand the law, but um so there's a lot of there's a lot of background stuff that they've written in the game, but and they do give you like these law entries like Final Fantasy 13 and other games would have, but I feel like they explain well enough the parts that matter for the story within the story itself, and all that extra stuff is just there if you want to get a deeper understanding of the world. And all of that deeper understanding stuff is really well appreciated. Um, a big worry people had going into the, into the game beforehand was people were worried that maybe it's just going to be a linear action game like a Devil May Cry would be. Um, the demo doesn't do anything to alleviate that 
fear because those first two hours are very linear. Um, it's just stage by stage and boss after boss. And even the iconic challenge is just a linear dungeon stage as well. Um, after that demo, you do get hit with like another one or two linear stages. But then you do start opening up into like these big areas, like big uh, maps where you can, can kind of explore. There's towns in the middle of them and they're big interconnected areas. And well, is it like, but is it, is it cool to do that? Like to, if you explore a town, is there a side quest or is it just exploration for the sake of exploration? No, there's side quests and stuff in those towns and NPCs oh, okay, to talk cool. to. NPCs that you don't talk to, but they have environmental dialogue and they're always commentating on the latest things happening in the story. It's all really interesting stuff. And um, the further you get to going to the Empire capital city, the more fucked up the people and the world starts getting where it's more the people that are really snobbish about their position in the world. And that's really interesting to see. Um, like how different regions of the world are, are all behaving from each other. It's like a really well-realized world and game uh, design-wise. Interesting. Uh, I, this, this, this sounds really stupid. I did not think it opened up. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> is, that, is, is, that, is that done? There was nothing. So I, I also should have contextualized. I know nothing about Final Fantasy 16 going into it. It was literally, just for, for those playing along at home, it was literally a, hey, Seth, should I buy this game? And he gave me a 1,500-word a essay uh, with peer-reviewed studies. Uh, I don't know, because I know this is for really me, should. and I'm not sure if it's for you. <laughs> and, then, and then he had a come-to-Jesus moment when he said, actually, there's a free demo. And I went, sick, I'll play that with zero context. And... I, I swear, you could have put a gun to my head, I would not have thought the game opened Yeah, no, up. no, a lot of people didn't think it would open up. Like, even people that did follow the game, they weren't sure, even though de the developers had, A, said it would open up, and B, <laughs> directly showed footage of it opening up and them riding chocobos in these open areas. Well, it might have been like the open up, like the Final Fantasy thirteen open up. It's like, oh, it's like this one area opens up. Like, like the, um... No, no, it's, it's like the, the wild area in Pokemon. You want open world? Here it yeah. is. Fuck you. You know what? That's, that's that's fair to assume yeah, yeah. that might have been the case. <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, there, there's like different maps, big maps, all interconnected. Uh, well, not all four of them. Are, uh, well, I assume there's four. I've only hit three of them so far, but like they're not all interconnected like one big world, but like each quadrant has like multiple places that you can come in, come out of. Um, and it, it's, it's just like a, I'm, I'm going to just say it. It's like a big Final Fantasy 14 map when you get into those areas, like you open up the map screen and you're like, oh yeah, these guys definitely made Final Fantasy 14 just from how they've built the map. Interesting. Uh, hang on. Uh, that's an, or as someone who hasn't played Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 14, um, this might be an ignorant comment, but is that. A negative because it would be like MMO based, or is it just sort of the structure of the map, not just the, content the structure of the map, of the map okay. not the content? Right, cool. Yeah, because it's gonna be like, hey, that, if I'm playing a single player action game, I don't want MMO fucking grind fest in it. Um, do I? I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, really no. play an MMO. Yeah, you actually, you actually level up pretty slowly in this game. I think you start off oh, at yuck. like level fifteen, or maybe what? maybe. Yeah, I think you start off at level fifteen in this game. 
and I mean, one where I am you right now. Off, you start off at level 15, then you go down to one, and then you have to go back up. No, no, no. You stay at 15 the entire time. What if and I can you slowly go up? Whoa, how strange. I, I think it's because um, the, character, the character's age is 15 at the beginning of the game. Hang on, hang on. Let him level. And um, where no, I am funny. right now, I'm, I think I'm about level 35. So it, it's, for the main game, it slows. Yeah, 35 it, years pretty, old. Huh, you're nearly <laughs> middle-aged. Um, I, 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 I could, I, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that. Man. Never mind. Um, anyway, I, from what, from what I've, uh, uh, from what I've been told, from what I've been told by Trinity, uh, the main game, your level cap is 50 and then playing on new game plus it opens up to a hundred and you level up a lot faster on new game plus than what you did on the original game. So, so that's kind of interesting, it, it, especially the fact that she's like, yeah, no, so the game opens up even more once you're a new game plus, like a shit ton of end game content opens up when they unlock the level cap. Like there's, there's uh, a lot of stuff to already do. No, no, I haven't yet. Don't talk about it then. Yeah, it I'm, not going to, I'm not going to talk about that stuff yet, um, but it's you just, just interesting anyway. to look forward to that sort of stuff, especially because oh, I like that. I've kind of hit what the main uh, well not hit but i've fought a enemy that the game considers a late game enemy and came out on top um i like barely a, or uh it killed like me once like, <laughs> it oh, killed me yeah. once and that was my first death in the game and then on Golden. my second attempt i killed it because i knew what to expect of how much help it was going to take out on me um i was like nah, okay. 15 levels underneath what it was and oh, right. I leveled up twice off the encounter after beating it. Did you it. have to game oppose it? I, I, a little bit, a little bit. I, I got comfortable, not full game oppose, but like more comfortable <laughs> than the pose I was in the first time round. Oh, so you started playing with two hands. Patrick, I've never played this game with two hands. <laughs> the, the entire time I've been joking myself off how much I'm enjoying this game. Best response, actually. I don't want to you ask any what? more questions. Uh, I've had enough. Um, all this it has done is just made me angry again um, that it's not on Xbox. Um, it sort of seems like one of those things that it's not my type of game, but I'd still really enjoy it. Um, I, I, I don't think I play. I, I did enjoy Dragon's Dogma. I don't really enjoy Devil May Cry. Um, I just don't really like the combos and stuff. Um, so wrap us out. Out of 10. I know you can talk about I mean, this forever. Yeah, you know what? I'm ignoring that for a little bit because I just, I just what? want to, I just want to go in a little bit more in, in just kind of saying that like every time you hit like major story beats, this game is constantly trying to outshine itself in how, how cool the game is and how much it wants to hook you into the story, and it's doing a really fantastic job at doing that. Like, so hmm. unrated out of ten, eh? It really tells you all you need to hear at home, doesn't it, listener? Yeah, I'm not going to rate it yet, but uh, because I haven't finished it. I'm like two thirds of the way through the game now. Like my PS5 <laughs> says I'm at 68% after those 34 hours. Steven's going to hate me, but this is like, this is hitting a 10 for me. This is like almost my perfect game. You had a nitpick with it. You had a couple of nitpicks with it, but whatever. That's fine. Like I said, those nitpicks don't detract any points from it. 
don't know, still annoyances. <laughs> oh, you no, that's going to set him off. You know what? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Just just to make just to make Stephen happy, it's a ninety nine, and I'm rounding it up to a one hundred. No, you don't do that. You don't do that at all. Um, so you ever heard that song "Close But No Cigar" by Weird Al Yankovic? Um, yeah, give that a listen. Um, he's saying that like it's it's him like saying all these girls are really good and for him and stuff, but he's just like minor hiccups with them. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. But Go yeah, listen so- to that song, everybody. It's a good song. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fantastic game. Um, I'm I'm planning a spoiler cast with a couple of Final Fantasy 14 friends, so we can go like full inside a baseball on Final Fantasy like, 14. Oh no, that comparing sense. comparing that game to this game and like just general comparison to other Final Fantasy games and where it stands in the series for us. Um, everyone I've talked to about this game so far are also kind of on board with this being like the upper echelon of Final Fantasy games. It's, it's really amazing how, how well this game is being received by, I don't know, by my friend group a, anyway. There was Generally a really fun card game that I could play in, in Final Fantasy VIII that isn't available in this one. Just saying. Do you know what it isn't available in, though? It's available in Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't know the point you're trying <laughs> I, to make I, there. I, I, don't ha- I don't have a response for that. I... If you want I mean, to, a Triple Triad <laughs> is one of the greatest minigames ever made, and they put it in Final Fantasy XIV for good reason. You can play no other Gwent. people no in Gwent. Triple Triad. It's not Gwent. God, I need to play with Patrick, you. have you ever wanted to face me in Triple Triad? I know the answer is no, but you could if you played Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you have the awareness to know that the answer is a no. <laughs> Much like yeah. the... Oh yeah, we can play a couple rounds now that um uh shit, who was it? Um Man, this is a great story. No, um who we played in Smash. Sona? Sora? I don't know what the fuck Sora, fuck. There we go. Yeah, yeah I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sona, it's a submarine. Um, From <laughs> billionaires on him. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's, the, it's the same thing of like, oh yeah, no, we can do a couple friendlies, and then Seth proceeds to wipe the floor with me. Yeah, just Don't a couple engage. of friendlies. Yeah, just, just, no, I, just I can just, I, I, chimp out and I, break the TV. <laughs> I mean, if you really want me to on. be rude and hurt your feelings, I was holding back too. <laughs> Nothing but slurs. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not even in skill, it's just, it's just ready to insult me at the same time. Uh, I gotta pull out yeah, a capsule no. W for this one. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we don't need that sort of space on this. Um, yeah, cool. I, uh, are you ready to to sort of start wrapping things up because of the sort of aforementioned spoiler cast and things? Have you got one or two more points? Just conscious of time. Um, I'll Con- I'll do one more time. point. I, oh I know we're conscious of time, but there is one more point I want to hit, and that's just kind of like it, it kind of hits on like the openness and how they do side do uh, sorry they do introduce side quests in this, and side quests aren't super deep or um mechanically engaging. Like a lot of them are just like go to point A to point B, then back to point A, or go to. This does not sound like a selling point. Yeah. No, no, give, give, give me a second. Let me cook for a second. Um, it could let, just be let like... Him, let him side quest. It, it could just be like, go and grab a couple of things and then bring them back to the quest giver sort of thing. Um, 
you can tell by the way that the side quests are designed that these people made an MMO. Um, they're holding back, obviously, because it's not an MMO. They don't want to m make you spend a lot of time on these. It, they're, they're being conscious of it being a single player game. But even with those, those side quests, like not being completely mechanically engaging, the story around them and the character writing around them do a lot to make them really worth your time and really interesting to go through. Like, it's kind of like when me and Steven talked about that, um, at, that side quest in uh, Tears of the Kingdom last week where I just kind of got invested in this guy's um, saying goodbye to his daughter so before she goes back to Gerudo Valley because oh, she's yes, hitting that quest. age. Like, you're, you're not doing anything, like, mechanically interesting in that. Um, you're just kind of following her, uh, following her along and um, helping her uh, go about her business for the day. But the writing around that and the story around that are what so sells it. Like, you don't even really get a reward for doing that. But it, it was nice <laughs> to go through, and all the side quests in 16 are kind of hitting that same point. Yeah, it's no Witcher 3 side quest stories, but... God, I need to play Witcher 3 again. Maybe I will. I will not. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> at, least, right. at, le at least he knows. But yeah, Farm Fantasy Too many games. This, this, this entire year, I've been telling people I think it's going to be great and to go get it. For, surprise, surprise. It came out. I think it's great and people should get it. In fact, if you don't have a PS5, you should get a PS5 so you can play this game. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, maybe six months. Santa's going to bring me one. Santa will bring Isn't it that... to you on sale. Oh, God, that'd be good. He makes it. The elves make it, don't they? Anyway, let's... The elves make the price tags. Hopefully he doesn't leave the sticker on this time. Well, how many presents did I receive last year? Three? So this year I better get four. And one of them might be Taylor Swift tickets. She does, doesn't perform until February, so Santa, if you're listening, hook a brother up. But if you get on, if you get on the Make-A-Wish list... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> well, she plays in February, so if I'm on the Make-A-Wish list, I've got, a, I've got eight months to survive. I'm just saying. You know what? This that... is sad. Um, <laughs> what I, uh, the joke I was going to make news, is maybe I'll, get <laughs> maybe I'll get Taylor Swift on the pod, but maybe that's my Make-A-Wish. <laughs> you reckon she plays video games? I, she I couldn't believe she plays something on the Switch. That's about <laughs> it. I reckon like, she's I, I couldn't believe into, on, no, on I reckon she's, into trips, she's playing the Switch. No, I, I reckon, reckon she's, into the, she's heavy into the Pokemon VGC. I reckon 100%. She's on Showdown <laughs> all the time, I reckon. No, no, Remember I, I when reckon... Lady Gaga tweeted about playing Bayonetta? No. Yeah, Lady I Gaga is a huge remember. Bayonetta fan, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Thoughts I wonder how she felt about Bayonetta free. Yeah, I was going to say, th thoughts on Lady Gaga being a singer and her uh, opinion on voice actor pay in the industry? I don't recall this. You know what? I don't want to get into it. I reckon... I've got a voice. Remember when okay. it came out that they were actually going to fairly compensate her? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's what you're talking about. Sorry, I was... Yeah. I, I think you meant Lady Gaga's opinions on voice acting. Oh, I'm, like she, I'm like, she's a singer. I don't get it. But yeah, no. That was a funny story. What happened with that? Uh... It kind Nothing. of fell off the face of the earth after they found out that she was going to be fairly compensated and it just started shit. Uh-huh. You gotta get Twitter rolled up, then you get stuff. Facts. 
Uh, I reckon I reckon Taylor Swift play, has an, an entire complement of uh, band hero from several years ago, but oh. she she's paid someone to rig up real instruments to it, and she plays all of them. Like at the really? same time, just me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just. I didn't play like, Band Hero. Didn't have any friends, so I didn't bother. I didn't play Band Hero. I played Guitar Hero World Tour. That's the one on the three D. Uh, That's DS, the isn't DS it? one, right? Yeah. Wait, was it? I didn't. Wasn't World Tour the one that was uh, Guitar Hero, but we're ripping off Rock Band? Guitar I Hero is the original I... Rock Band, big fella. True. I, I thought I thought uh, World Tour was the one where it came with that sick plugin that actually used the GBA slot on the yeah. DS and was God that was fucking off, like, sick. Holy it was actually shit. really well designed in terms of using busts. And it was, and it was like ergonomic as well. Like yeah, it was. Thing, yeah, had the hand I'm brace on I, it. Yeah. Oh man, they don't make games like they used to. I no no World Tour what was also well, World Tour was also on consoles and that was the one that introduced the drums and microphone for Guitar Hero. Oh okay. But I, I had that, but I don't remember seeing the uh, attachment in years. I don't know if I sold it or lost it yeah. or what. Damn, Probably now I'm sad. Bum. Wait a Probably second, World Tour wasn't on DS at all. Probably Let me go not. find out which one was the Guitar Hero game on DS. Ah, uh, hang on, he's fact-checking us. What is he? <laughs> he's doing his own research. He's got some no, YouTube no, videos for us. That. He's got some YouTube <laughs> videos for us to watch. <laughs> find the defunct land video, sir, if you won't. It, 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 I, okay, I can see where the confusion came in. It, the one on DS is called Guitar Hero on Tour. Nah, it's roughly the same thing. Where are they touring? Touring the world? Yeah, nah, play on, play on's are cool. And with that, we come to the end of Round the Lounge for this week. Uh, thank you. I would say to you both, realistically, it was Seth. Uh, and actually, kind of me as well. I think we spent longer talking about the demo than actually Final Fantasy. But Yeah, it was because I had to keep reminding you that it was a skill issue. <laughs> so it's anyway, a- now here's some news. <laughs> also, shut the fuck up. Uh, first up, uh, we have Air Twister coming to a bunch of platforms. I have no idea what this is. What, what, uh, what is this? Someone looks, fill me in. I don't know. It looks ugly, but we talked about this a few months ago. This is like a Panzer Dragoon style game that was coming to Apple Arcade. Uh, just, just kind of here because I think this is neat, and it's good to see that it's escaping Apple Arcade hell and going to real platforms. Hey, is it a good game? Like, are we just sort of happy that it's not an Apple Arcade anymore? Like, that doesn't mean I'm happy about it. Like, <laughs> because it was on play, Apple Arcade, no one played it, so I don't know if it's a good game or not. It looks decent mm. to me. I'd give it a try. I don't know. The art style is fucking. It just looks washed out. Yeah, no, it's a very ugly looking game. But gameplay wise, it should be fun. I mm. I can get I I can overlook some ugly graphics. Is that, is that what you say every time you stare in the mirror? I no, oh. I I can't overlook <laughs> my own ugliness. I I don't judge games because I judge myself too harshly. <laughs> I don't know how much this is gonna cost. Um, it'll it probably like a- be relatively cheap. Look, if it's oh, over ten dollars, I won't buy it. But what if it's under ten dollars, but it has a battle pass? Then I will buy the battle pass if I hit the cap. Yeah, and that's the rule. I went to the um the website and it is only it says pre-order soon, so I can take up that what you will. Imagine a game that can't even be pre-ordered. Disgusting in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Wish list it now. <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of wishes, uh. <laughs> 
I actually don't know how the fuck to segue this. It's some Yakuza news. You you guys play Yakuza. You you guys tell me the, the news. This is more sad news than actual Yakuza news. Um, it's just that a bunch of Yakuza I mean, developers and leads left like Sega a dragon. quite it's a while like ago. like a dragon now. Like I, a dragon. I know it's like a dragon now, but the, the, these are about the Yakuza games. So, you know, it's got to, got, to, got to stay with the brand title for what ones are being affected. Um, but yeah, uh, a bunch of leads and developers left to, um, Sega a while ago to go work at NetEase at a new studio that they're all building up. And this happened like a year ago, I think. So just recently, Sega's gone to the, P- the sort of GOG versions of the Yakuza games and omitted all those developer names from the credits, which is an extremely shitty move and petty ba- mm, behavior on their end. It's fucking yeah, weird as well. Like, it's more work to go and take him out. Because um, they've already had been released before. It's just the GOG versions of it. Yeah, it's, it's weird as just the GOG versions as well, not Steam as well. Oh, very strange. I'm, yeah, all I have to say about that. Yeah, it's just really stupid and shitty behavior from Sega. It, I, I don't think it's Sega that actually did it. It's the company that localized it for, or localized it, the Q-Lock? Uh, hang on, no. Scroll too far down. Um, I don't know anymore. No, it, it looks like it's RGG, like the actual publishers. Um, oh, then it's the studio themselves, then, yeah, it's yeah, extremely shitty, it. shitty yeah, behavior from the studio. And it's more work to do that as well. Fuck. Strange. Yeah, that's rough. Don't really have anything to add. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just shitty. Yeah. Shitty and petty. Put your PNG of Zuko saying that's rough, buddy, here. <laughs> F's in the chat. Um, before we get to the next one, uh, just because it was on that page, uh, hilarious headline. Uh, we don't have to go into it, but just the headline alone uh, from PC Gamer. You can only date your co-workers in Starfield, decrees Todd Howard. <laughs> Only the co-workers. Mm. You're not meant to date within the workforce. Come on, Todd. You're only meant to drink their breast milk. <laughs> sure. That uh, took a turn. Uh, uh. Wrong studio, I know, but the message still stands. <laughs> it sounds like something Randy would do. Um, no, obviously it's, it's, it's talking about your romance options in Starfield, but it's just the way the headline is phrased is very funny. <laughs> Todd Howard finally taking a stance on workplace romance. <laughs> it's not even that you can't date anywhere. It's, it's very strict. You can only date within the workplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much better for profits. Um, next up in, in actual news. Uh, we have a gameplay trailer for Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Uh, now, I gotta be honest, I saw the trailer and I teared up a little. Uh, I, I also th- teared up a little. This is no, I this didn't. is Modern Nation Races with a coat of Hot Wheels on top of it. Okay. I never played that. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, I... Hmm. How do how do I how do I tell him? We we had a discussion about this, uh, before like we we had a discussion about this earlier, and we agreed that we were both sad at this trailer for playing games on PS3. I did not expect that you would be sad because it's Mod Nation Races. I am sad because we talked about how close Hot Wheels Unleashed One was to Motorstorm, 
And now this game comes out and they say, you know what we're doing? We're adding bikes and ATVs. Oh, you know what? Okay, yeah, that's another way to look at it. I I went with the Mod Nation aspects because it has a track builder (laughs) in it. Yeah, I went with the MotorStorm because they now have, I think, every vehicle type from MotorStorm. It looks so fucking weird watching, like, I'm watching the trailer now and they've got, like, uh, bikes in the trailer, but, like, no one's riding the bikes, obviously, because they're Hot Wheels cars, and it just looks strange. Um, it's like the, um, the Burnout Paradise moment where there's a rider on the bike, but as soon as it goes into crash mode, the rider just disappears. Yeah, that's, oh, that's right, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, yeah, so I guess you guys are excited about this game? No. Oh. Excited to be sad about looking at it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I think, wait, was it, was it Hot Wheels Unleashed 1 that I picked up as part of, that we, that a few of us picked up as part of a bundle that I haven't yeah, played yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, you and um, Alexis no. picked it up. Gotcha. I, I wanted to, and then two Sorry, got announced. Just, wait, 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 sorry, we just need to. So, uh, I'm just going to make a timestamp here. Um, we haven't discussed Alexis, Lexi, any of that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I said it vague enough that I think it doesn't really matter. Like, okay. it, I, it could just be, like, anyone named Alexis sort of thing. Like that's, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair uh, enough. I, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to highlight that because I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if... Yeah, okay. we're, we're not bringing it up, yeah. but yeah, yeah. No, like we're not going to elaborate on it. It's just like Alexis can be anyone we know named Alexis. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that, that's how I tried to phrase it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was gonna. I I, I just kept quiet. Um, but no, uh, very good. Okay, yeah, we got that cleared up. Sweet. Uh, was there anything more to <clears throat> to discuss with Hot Wheels Two? Otherwise, I'll just I'll segue it into the next one. Uh, I'll quickly say one more line about it, then we can segue. Cool. Well, in that yeah. case, I'll just leave a pause and then you just go. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you, you got the first one and I wanted to for a little bit and two got announced at just the right time of like, oh, hey, the first one's not on sale, so I haven't picked it up yet. I'll just wait for two now. So that, that's kind of where I'm standing at the moment. I'll give this one a go. Fair enough. Uh, I, I also, while I'm still thinking through the MotorStorm thing, um, all of the Hot Wheelsy elements smart a little bit of MotorStorm RC, which I played a little bit and did not like because it was such a departure from regular MotorStorm games. But either way, I feel like I'm already biased to not enjoy this game, but I hope it surprises me. But we'll have to wait and see, I guess. We uh, shall see. Next, next up, speaking of things we shall see, well, actually things that only Seth will see, uh, a Sonic <laughs> Frontiers update. That was a good one. Yeah, so hey, thank you. Thank you. So Sonic team is doing their thing where they're continuing these free Sonic Frontiers updates because the game did so good. They're like, you know what? We're going to let this game cook a little bit more, actually, and not rush the next game. Where we're going to do, we're going to experiment with this game and make sure we get things working so the next game can be even better. Uh, what they've done this time is they've added a spin dash into the game, and from what I've seen of it, the spin dash fucking rules and absolutely destroys the levels and also they fixed up the, the momentum in this game you don't like you don't drastically drastically slow down whenever you jump anymore you actually keep your speed momentum when you get into the air now so you can make massive air and it's massively improved how the 2d levels feel in this game because 
they felt like shit before. So, improvements all around. I'm excited to get back into this game and check out all the things they've added when all the free DLC is officially done. Yeah, there's no point. So not now, but yeah, just, eventually. just like soon. Yeah, eventually, because they're going to be adding new characters as well in the next up update, and they're going to be doing even more in, like, the fourth one, which I think is the final one. So I'm I'm willing to wait till all the new characters are added in and give it all a go at once. Imagine seeing how good Capcom did free DLC for Monster Hunter and then just getting it so... I'm not even going to say close, just just trying to trying to capture lightning in the bottle a second time. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad they're trying it because usually when a Sonic game comes out, it comes out brushed and they let it die. This time they well, they I mean, let the game the, cook a little bit. It still kind of came out rushed fast. a bit, but they they were in the right spot and now they're like, you know what? We're going to let it continue cooking for a bit and add more and make this worth the effort. Did it really come out a year ago? Yeah, it was, not, not a full a year, it, but it was like, like November months. last year. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, nearly July. Okay, no, 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 November. I would buy. I, I'm because I, I was thinking how recently it is that I saw, um, for example, Alfred's very modded Sonic Frontiers experience, which very funny I, video. I'm actually, I'm actually very disappointed he didn't make a. Uh, he he said he would make uh, a thing for Island Two, and I don't think he has, but genuinely more entertaining than than seeing people play the I'm gonna say vanilla Sonic Frontiers. Having, so, having the yeah, big Titan if, doing the Gangnam style dance is <laughs> is that little extra spice you need. I I think it's also the um uh collecting a hundred rings and then getting the breaking bat uh the, the better call soul <laughs> That's intro. right, that's so fucking good because nah, it's just a video yeah. file so they just put in whatever <laughs> they want there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, the 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 point the point I was trying to make is that um, I would believe it if if it had come out in like November. I would have been shocked if it had actually been a year because I did not think this game had been out for that long. Anyway, happy happy birthday, Sonic! I guess. Um, but that's not the only Sonic news we have. Uh, we we have a crossover with with Lego. Uh, resident Sonic fan slash person that doesn't go outside. Seth, what are your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, no, this is pretty cool. Um, Sonic and Lego have done things before. There was like a Sonic Lego set in Lego Dimensions, but this time they're going to be doing the inverse and making Lego skins for characters in Sonic Superstars. And it looks pretty neat. Looks pretty cute. I, I think this is a funny thing to do, and I'm glad that the franchise is opening up to doing funny things like this again. Because it's been a long time since Sonic had Soul. Finally, you're getting it. Anyway, speaking of Soul, uh, how would you like to sell yours to Todd Howard to buy a Starfield skateboard? Uh, yeah, Steve? Uh, no. As someone who can't skateboard, has skateboarded once in my life and fell off in like three minutes and uh, skinned his knee when I was like 13. Um, no, thanks. Um, but, I, but you just bought that Starfield you headset. Don't don't yeah, you think it? Don't you think a Starfield skateboard on your wall behind you would complement that very well? <laughs> no. Don't you know about how good the the fashion uh, the the fashion icon is when you get a matching skateboard for your headset? No. Or a matching <laughs> skateboard no. for your expensive collector's edition? No. I'm not getting that collector's edition. I regret buying that headset now. Thanks. Um. 
So the, the interesting thing about this... <laughs> Look, the target was painted on your back when you said it was a Starfield yeah, I one. I feel like you should have kept my mouth beat. Anyway, so the weird thing about this Starfield skateboard is it's like blue, whereas all the colouring, all the colour schemes for Starfield have been like white so far, like the, the Starfield controller's white, the um, collector's edition has a, comes with a watch, and I'm pretty sure the watch is white, uh, so the headset's white. That's why he's not getting is- it. It doesn't colour match. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It's, it'd go against my style. It's not the right color. Um, well, I just love how here we are talking about perhaps the first time a video game has released a skateboard. Okay, maybe Tony Hawk. No, it's not, it's not the first time at all. Why not? But um, don't, don't forget that plastic it. skateboard that they made for Tony Hawk Ride. Um, I, <laughs> I completely yeah, forgot about that. Actually, good point. But but the the thing is. Uh, a game like Starfield is not something that I would ever imagine having a skateboard. That's true. And yet Steve comes out there and he says, and, and he says, the weird thing about this is the color. <laughs> well, like, it's, yeah, fair. All right, fair. Um... <laughs> Actually, they, they give it some derpy-ass name, don't they? The Starfield Aerial, oh no, it is just Aerial Skate Deck. I thought they gave it some, like, in-universe name. Uh... Nope, never mind. I am mistaken. As usual. Um, so, Steve, how many are you going to buy? Uh, zero. Doesn't match. Does not match. I'll pass. But think about think about it. When it goes I'm not going to buy it. I do not skateboard. I do not have skateboards on my wall. Steve, it's not about you skateboarding. It's that when they go out of stock and you've already bought seven, you can scalp oh, hang them. Hang on. Oh, hang on. I'm cool. I could, I could buy It's um, about the message you're sending of how much of a fanboy you are. I'm not, this game's <laughs> not out yet. I'm not a fanboy at Starfield. I, I want to make that clear. I got the headset because I thought it looked cool. I needed a wireless one. True Starfield fanboys skate. <laughs> True Starfield headset owners also skate. <laughs> I think we're slowly making him go towards that refund button. <laughs> Where he can refund it so that he can buy two skateboards. Because each one is uh, $75. Yeah, that's $75 American dollars. <laughs> Good point. You could buy one and a half. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, you might not be interested in the skate deck, but could I interest you in a potential remaster of Red Dead Redemption 1? Hmm. That, that, that was a question. You guys don't have to. I, that that question long. felt very directed at Stephen with how you started it. That's why I was staying quiet. But no, I'd be interested. I mean, it could have been, but I mean, I guess Steve's not interested. Nah. Steve's too busy thinking about all the cool skating he can do. I'm not getting it. It, it doesn't I even. If I didn't to- say anything, it would put it to bed. It doesn't <laughs> even need to be a remaster. This could just be a re-release, but a PC port, and I'd still be on board for it. I I really like Red Dead Redemption One. I like it a lot more than Red Dead 2. Okay. Um, counterpoint. Uh, one of my friends did went, go back and play Red Dead Redemption before Red Dead Redemption 2 came out to sort of get him ready for it. And that game has not aged as well as what you think it has. Um, yeah, so I, I had no expectations for how it might have aged. So, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe if I go back to it, I will like it as little as I like Red Dead 2. But yeah, until, like I, until I do it again myself, I will remain optimistic. Yeah, okay, that's good then. But yeah, to, to dig into this uh, a little bit more, um, Red Dead Redemption 1 got rated in Korea for PC 
Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it might even just be a, uh, for a console. You mean, right? Oh no, no, no. yeah, it was. Uh, okay, yeah, it was on console. Never mind. I, I saw. I, I, I read. No, I read ahead and got yeah. confused. It happens to the best of us. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So that's even weirder. Uh, rated for console. Because if it was rated for PC, that's where I would have been like, it could just be a PC port. It doesn't have to be a full mm. remaster. They could just, they could have just done the work to port it without doing any fancy bells and whistles. But yeah, a console rating, that's, that's more interesting. That does point more towards a potential remaster. Mm. I mean, when you have 70,000 bajillion dollars like uh, Rockstar does, why wouldn't you just do a remaster? Well, so, oh, something needs to come out between now and GTA 6. Oh, no, it doesn't. There's Grand Theft Auto Online. That thing prints money. But, and, yeah, yeah, what do you mean? And They're going to re-release GTA 5. Look, uh, I'm all for uh, remakes or remasters or what have you. Um, let us not forget it has only been, what, 12 months since the Grand Theft Trilogy um, a remaster, De- debacle. debacle, absolute bed shit. The absolute some might fumble. Say. Um, they could have literally <laughs> spent an extra six months on that, and they chose not to, and they just fucking released it. No that one, was the easiest what, what? way to print money, and they they absolutely botched it. They fumbled what, the bag. What happened with that? Oh, they fixed a bunch of stuff with it. It runs a lot better now. Um, I played the San Andreas one last year, whenever it came out for the Game Pass. Um, the game hasn't aged that well, but I had no problems with it. Um, they actually had like one crash, but I, that was, it, it was six months after it'd been out or something, but it patched all the significant issues. There, but, there's um, a part of me that, that does find it funny given how old San Andreas is when you're like, that game hasn't aged well. And the first thing I think of is like, wouldn't that make you like 10 when you played it? But obviously not in terms of how many years have passed, but it's just funny when you think of like a GTA game aging or not aging well when it's that old. Yeah. San Andreas yeah, I, was almost 20 years ago, wasn't it? Probably, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to guess Ballpark 06. Maybe I'm off. Yeah, probably. Um, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really matter. San Andreas yeah, was October 2004, so it's almost 19 years. 2004? <sighs> Man, no wonder it hasn't aged well. Yeah. Is, is that the, oh shit, here we go again meme? Is that San Andreas? Yeah, that, yeah, that was San Andreas. Hey, uh, there we go. Well, let, let's hope it's not an oh, shit. Here we go again with the quality of the remaster. <laughs> if it is a remaster, but of course we'll have to wait and see. Um, now, Seth, you mentioned something earlier that was really interesting when you were saying, uh, you know, you don't have to do any of the fancy bells and whistles. You could just port the thing to PC. Um, ironically, uh, Konami might be mind-reading you a little bit where the there was a notice that came out briefly that said uh, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection uh, wouldn't support mouse and keyboard on PC, which, uh, that's an interesting move. Uh, I don't know if I would consider it a good move in the year of our Lord 2023. That's really weird because I think the GOG versions of these games do support mouse and keyboard. I'd have to double check myself on that one, but I think they do. Realistically, it's like six people that will care about this. Yeah, honestly, these these are probably games that will be played a lot better on controller anyway. It's like, whenever there's one of these type of games that come out without mouse and keyboard support, it's like five people that get upset. 
Are you one of those five people, Patrick? No. Good. Good. I, I thought I, I might have I had to mute your play... audio track. <laughs> I will play with whatever tools available. If that's a mouse and keyboard, if that's a gamepad, if that is Steve's mouse and keyboard, or if that is a Guitar Hero controller. Hell, even on a monitor with do. no audio. <laughs> even on a monitor with no audio, while skating on a limited edition $75 Starfield skateboard deck. I will do it. But yeah, no, this is interesting as well in that they listed it on Steam for about 30 minutes before taking those listings down. So, Steam version's coming. <laughs> they just accidentally <laughs> revealed it a little too soon. They just got so much backlash about uh, all of the mouse and keyboard warriors out there. Yeah, in that 30 minutes, they were they absolutely demolished. They, they were... Uh, they... Went from Metal Gear Solid to Metal Gear Liquid. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. No? No. Maybe. You I have, you have no idea how much of a pun that actually is. If you- <laughs> Wait, have you played Metal Gear Solid before? I'm not actually sure on this. Uh, I've played a couple of okay, them, okay, but it has fair. been so long. Yeah, no, because uh, you just jump straight to Liquid Snake with that one. Are you from Snake's Revenge? Remember that Metal Gear Awesome series that Eagoraptor made? I know we don't talk about Eagoraptor anymore, but that um, he's edited those videos as well. They have removed certain words. Um, certain <laughs> words he was very liberal oh with 15 years ago. It was a different time. Um, it still wasn't okay then. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was a different time, though. Man, those Flash animations really do hit different. But you know what is okay? A rumor that says Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 2 will include Metal Gear Solid 4, 5, and PS3. Finally, you know what? 4 can escape Boom. the PS3. Segway. You know what? I'm going to say it. It shouldn't. No, no. You can literally, you. Type, no, literally type in Metal Gear Solid 4 um, or cutscenes. That's the game. Fuck you. Like, I want to hold the control stick up during the microwave hallway. <laughs> Fuck you. I remember, I remember playing Metal Gear Solid 4, I'd get home from like nine hours of work at Macca's, I would- And then it's another nine hours of work watching cartoons. <laughs> Pretty much, like I'd, I'd sit down, I'd start up the PlayStation, and because it must have been the, whatever chapter, the chapter would start and be the cutscene, and I'd like fall asleep during it because i am fucking been up since 5am, and then I'd wake up, I'm like, oh fuck, I missed the cutscene, I have to go watch it. Um, and then I'd watch the cutscene, and then dad would come home, and he's like, alright, PlayStation's in the living room. I want to watch TV. Get out of here, you little scamp. Go play Xbox upstairs, um, which I would do, but I, I just wouldn't make any progress. It was the most frustrating thing in the entire world. It was, yeah. Is that my fault for falling asleep in the lounge? No. Yes. No. Just be invested in Kojima's story. Boring story. Blah, blah, blah. I'm an old man. Blah, blah, blah. Metal Gear. Blah, blah, blah. War has changed. <laughs> But then you look at play, and you play Fallout 3 and it says War never changes. I, I can't keep up. Yeah, I don't know. I will I sit that. there happily watching the hour-long install while Snake smokes. <laughs> God, how, was that an hour-long install? I do remember it being a really long it, one. It was 40 fucking years, man. It was a long it was time. Ju just for you, Seth, because you couldn't, get, because you couldn't tell time properly. <laughs> oh, I never actually owned this game. I played it on someone else's PS3. 
common Seth Gross. emulation moment. You can literally just watch the cutscenes on you. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and there's that one scene in the uh, Chico. I, or, I will or be happy to. Is like is like making eggs to everyone, and it goes for like forty fucking years. Holy shit! I will be it's happy to be one step closer to taking this PS3 off my table. You don't need it. You're never going to play it. You're never going to play Metal Gear Solid 4. You're not going to play it like now with the PS3 version. You don't even own the disc. Wait a minute. Hang on a bloody I second. I don't own the disc. How, how dare you, just you, said you play? Pl- no, I, I didn't play it originally back then on my own PS3 because I played a little bit. But going through the entire Metal Gear Solid series is something I've wanted to do for a long time. So I've owned the disc of the Metal Gear Solid HD collection and Metal Gear Solid 4 for like... 10 years and haven't booted them yet. And you haven't booted up. But you waited 10 years. You're not going to get to it. You're deluding yourself. Yeah, but if he gets the Master Collection, he's going to buy it again. He's going to buy it again. Holy shit. He didn't play the. Wait, look, I'm getting worked up. Is this a cue? <laughs> what I do with my I mean, money, there, there is a line Steven. of good games. <laughs> look. The fact, look, you looking. know what? It doesn't matter. Look, as long as you can pay all your bills, who am I to judge? Oh yeah, no, no. I make sure my bills are paid before I do anything else. The five hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, bills are paid first, and then you get the five hundred dollar Final Fantasy collection, which is on its Actually, way, by the way. <laughs> wait, so it doesn't come is with it, the game? Is it express shipping. Hang on, wait a minute. Wait a wait a minute. Hang on, let's unpack that. It doesn't come with a game. No, no, it does. I just bought the game twice. You bought the game to Holy... It doesn't matter. I'm a calm person. Nothing will get into this wall. If, 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 Steven, would like, if Steven would like oh, to have shit. his blood boiled. So what happened is that I couldn't um, get the collector's edition in Australia because EB games are fuckwits and only let you, the, their top 10,000 customers buy that collector's edition. So Sounds like a pre-sale and a line to me. Yeah, basically. Um, so I had a friend in Europe buy it from the Square Enix Europe store because the Square Enix Australia store is fucking shit and doesn't stock anything. So he bought that for me. I gave him the money for it. He's shipped it out now once, like, uh, pretty much uh, after the weekend it got delivered to him because it was like a national holiday over there. So he couldn't do it on the day. But he sent me my DLC codes and everything. That was all fine and dandy. But because I knew that. Because I knew the game wasn't, I, I wasn't going to have the collector's edition on day one. I got the game really cheap off Amazon. Like I didn't spend full price on this on the disc copy to own. It was like fifty dollars off. So you bought it twice. Yeah, yeah, I got it twice. You want to send one of those to me? I was going to give it to my younger brother, but you know what? Sure. Do you want to give me your address right now on this audio format? Man, you really think you know someone and they do shit like this? You knew I was going to do this. Well, no, no, you you didn't know, but you you would have had a strong feeling. I did not realize you bought two copies. That's. You know what? Look, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. With how much I'm I'm enjoying that game, I'm happy I got that collector's edition. And you still won't buy Tears of the Kingdom. You said I haven't bought it yet. Well, who said I'm not Did going you buy to buy it? Did you buy, I mean, it? Did I, you buy it? No, not yet. You, see, you're never going to buy that game, man. I still need you to buy was... Metroid Dread, actually. 
You're not going to do it. The question is, Seth, enjoying Final Fantasy 16 enough to buy a third copy? For me. <laughs> now, if you want me to dig even deeper... <laughs> Are you going to say you bought a third copy? Yeah, yeah. No, let, no let I'm not. You, you, have, you, have a, you have a friend in North America who also has access to the collector's edition that you bought, and you bought that one because there was like a slight difference between the European and North American collector's editions. Nah, nothing like that. Don't worry. I, I didn't get a third a copy. Disc. I didn't get a third copy. Don't worry. Uh, well, uh, let's, let, let, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we pause, take a breath. Think about something that will calm Steven down. Being stuck in Bronze 5 is no longer your fault, Steve. I don't know what that means. Board game. Overwatch 2. Well, I mean, any of the games that you play, but the, the story specifically, Overwatch 2. Oh. Sorry, it's, I, I play, it's no I, longer I play your on fault. A, a controller. I got kicked. Yeah, yeah don't worry. That, Dumb fucking game. That, that wasn't your fault. They, they realized it was their mistake keeping you in Bronze 5 because you were playing on controller. They're going to remedy that fix. Don't know what any of those words mean. Basically, uh, Blizzard has released a, I don't know, report, uh, blog post talking about how they are, they are tweaking matchmaking and particularly how they noticed that uh, due to the match, due to the MMR algorithm, uh, which is your matchmaking rating or ranking uh, for those following at home, uh, there were too many people that wound up in bronze. <laughs> And so they're making their tweak, uh, making some tweaks to make it possible to escape the hell. Yeah, the, I, I, on top of that is got something to do with like there's too many people that just play occasionally and not um, every day, and that's why this bronze hell got created because the MMR was just like, well, you, you're not playing the game enough, so we're not going to rank you up much higher. That's 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 basically it. That's the story. Do you feel calmer now, Steve? I don't get it. I don't play online games, but games are a single player experience. I do not want to compete against other people. You're saying this because they kick him for using a controller. <laughs> don't don't worry, uh, don't worry, Steve. When you're I in Bronze Five, I should have those. Actually, that, that's bullying. <laughs> when you're in Bronze Five, you're barely playing with other people. You're more likely playing with absolute animals. <laughs> Anybody oh. got a mic? Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> And I, 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 I mean that on both teams, by the way. You're just as likely to get. Oh. <laughs> you're just as likely to find degenerates on your own team as you are on the enemy team. Being stuck in bronze on Street Fighter, you have to deal with uh, random wake up DPs. Being stuck in Grandmaster on Street Fighter, you have to deal with random wake up DPs. It never I ends. I, what's a wake up DP? A wake up Shoryuken. Like, they're on the floor, and the first thing they do is do a Shoryuken. Oh. Nice. That's the uppercut thing, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Okay, man, yes. I knew my, I had to fight them three. My, my favorite one was ba back in my dark days of playing Dota 2 a lot. Uh, actually, Rocket League as well. Just any, any sort of oh. hyper-competitive uh, ranked game. Uh, quite often, you'd have someone saying, well, like, why the fuck am I matched with you? Usually a teammate when we're losing. Like, why am I matched with you? Like, good question. Algorithm seems to think that you have the same skill level as me. So... <laughs> So one of us isn't ranked properly, and I'm playing at my rank level. <laughs> uh, shout out to the guy who, um, who I knew immediately playing twos in Rocket uh, Sorry, playing ones in Rocket League, said he wasn't smurfing, and then right with 10 seconds to go said, 
Uh, I'm not smurfing in twos, but I'm uh, sorry, I'm not smurfing in ones, but I'm uh, grand champ in twos. And this is when the score is already like 10 nothing because what the fuck can I do? But I, I, I hope his day went slightly better because if his highlight was telling me in gold that he is better than me because he's grand champ in a different league, good on you, fucking shit sniffer 87. Fuck games. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, glad those dark days behind me. <clears throat> uh, well, at least until ranked Monster Hunter comes out, but who knows when that'll be. Uh, finally, on the list for the news, we have some Dragon Quest news, and I feel like all of these stories are almost just straight, like, I'll, I'll do, like, some excellent, excellent segue, and you guys are all like, wow, that's such a great segue. And then I just have to throw it to you guys, because you guys are much more invested in the games that these stories are about than I am. Um, which of you wants to hit the Dragon Quest news? I will, because I played it at the start of the year, roughly. Um, oh, actually, did I play this game? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, so, Dragon Quest 12. Um, you know it, I know it. Um, I Dragon, don't, Dragon, but... Okay, sure. well, we we don't actually yet. know Dragon Quest yeah. 12 yet. All we know is that the logo exists. Yeah, uh, and we know its full name is Dragon Quest 12, The Flames of Fate, which is fucking sick name um but realistically they're still uh it's in development hell um they don't know that and a dragon quest free remake are in development hell thanks to COVID. hey did you know that games that start development before and during COVID are still experiencing development hell because COVID was a thing that fucked up developments mm. big surprise i told you i would i told you we'd just we'd still be feeling it now so, saying that though, <clears throat> um, 2023, uh, yeah, is a very good year for video games. So next year it might be a bit slow down, or maybe just getting new IPs will be a bit weird. Look, with Square Enix's release schedule at the moment, we just had 16 come out. We know the seven remake second game is coming out early next year. I'm going to say probably around April. This. This can wait until, like, late next year. Hell, if they want to try and get Kingdom Hearts 4 out late next year, then this can wait till, like, early 2025. There's no rush. Square Enix is pretty loaded in their AAA space and are able to get, like, two to three big games out a year that it doesn't really affect them all too much. Yeah. It's interesting as well. The article says that they're targeting an adult audience. Um, so maybe yeah, I think dark it's- and gritty type of stuff maybe be, might get the rarest um dragon quest sex scene i i think with our translation is having sex with the dragon i i, I think with um the way it's translated maybe it's like either adult target audience or like they're going to try and go for mature themes like that's kind of what final fantasy 16's road went down in but it's going to be more interesting to see how dragon quest tries to handle it considering its art style the akira toriyama art style doesn't really lend itself well to those sort of themes. I don't and know why I'm, he's always their fucking art style. Holy shit, he's got like three faces and four hairstyles. It, and all of them are spiky. It's the um it's just how Dragon Quest looks. Um I think changing it now would be sacrilege to uh to the entire nation of Japan. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, Dragon Quest 12, it'll come out fucking 45 years. 
So stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll, 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 I'll look forward to it whenever it comes out. Stay tuned in. Uh, more news from us next week, but that's the end of the news for this week. Boom. Nailed it again. How does he do it? Short news week. I blamed a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> Uh, I mean, sure. Keep going. Blame. You say blame. I say thank. You know, potato, potato. <laughs> uh, you know what? We didn't get it, Patrick. What is the Patrick sake of the Nintendo Direct? I don't really have one to be honest. I, I, yeah, uh, I don't really have a Loved horse. Loved it. In, Got it. Excited. <laughs> excited. Nintendo Direct races. <laughs> excited for Detective Pikachu two. I understand. I've I've seen a bunch of people uh trying to figure out why the art style for one of the Mario games they've announced uh looks shit, yet everyone is celebrating it. That's that's about the extent of my knowledge as wait, to wait, what, wait, they, which what one? they announced. Which one? Uh the like wacky mechanic one. Um uh, one, one, the new two D one? Yeah. Yeah, that Big one. The, the it got the uh, brilliant diamond shining pearl treatment. <laughs> I thought it looked fine, so I'm surprised to see that people hate it. I mean, it's that people hate everything. People hate us. Did you know that? No, they don't. Impossible. I've only ever heard good things about us. Yeah. I've, I've heard bad things about you specifically, but us as a collective, good. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, right. Uh, do we have an audience question this week? I don't believe so. Nada. Yeah, nah. We do not. We've run a bit over time as well with the Final Fantasy. Is a Final Fantasy 16 question? Maybe we'd answer it. Would you, would you let us answer it, though, is the real question? Because I don't think I, so. I'm on my Honk Shoe era. <laughs> your, uh, your Honk Shoe character development talk. Um, right, well, uh, we you might not like have that like, goat that, like, that like, flops in my honking shoes. <laughs> oh, far out. Um, yeah, that was funny. We might not have an audience question this week, but... I, I don't know if he's saying that to himself, like his own comment was funny, or what I sent in the, um, in the podcast group chat was funny. Why are you I sending am, shit I, in the I, podcast group chat while we're recording? That's just rude. Yeah, because he's not listening. We're not talking I'm about listening. I just, I just don't expect Stephen to comment on it while yep. we're live recording. Follow-up question, <laughs> why is Stephen checking the group chat when we're recording? Um, I get notifications on my computer. But no, now that I've laughed at it, I have to fix saying the fucking joke. Now we're all going to be fucking losers. Um, so there's that, the, that Grimace Shake challenge that's going viral on TikTok about how people are drinking the Grimace Shake and then it's like a, a hypercut to like them dead or something. <laughs> and then Sam has posted the Sonic the Hedgehog official Twitter account and it's like the death of Sonic the Hedgehog, that game that came out. Um, and it's him saying "Happy Birthday, Grimace." It's it. It was just something so. It was just something so out of left field that when I, thought, I, I, I was just like, I just wasn't expecting it. I thought he was gonna like post some, I don't know, some Q joke or something. Um, but it was. It took me so far out of left field. I literally fucking jumped. I, um, I can't that Sonic that. is fucking dead. Image is proving to be so useful. We're we're laughing, yeah. and the Grimace milkshake challenge has killed like. 50,000 uh, teenage TikTok stars. Very sad. Good. Very Can I kill more? <laughs> we need to make the Grimace shake even more deadly. Um, anyway, uh, we might have an audience question for this week, but uh, you are welcome to send us one. Maybe we'll get to it next week. Who knows? Uh, depending on timing. 
Um, we're on Twitter at Pastor Lounge minus the L that Elon stole from us. Um, Facebook, Pastor Lounge, and good old Pastor Lounge at gmail.com. The old, the old email mailbag address. Um, if you have enjoyed listening to this, the episode 79 of, man, imagine if I just gave a number right now and then we had to hold true to, to, to that number of episodes. Um, 69. 79 or 69 doesn't, doesn't work out too good. Uh, yeah, we're going back we, in time. We, it loops around. It loops like, after, around. We hit, after we hit a million episodes, you go back. Starts again. Yeah, a million enough. even. How long is a one million weeks? I'm going to look that up while you do the round out. Great. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, If you have enjoyed listening to this, it really helps if you give us a a like or a rating or review on the podcast platform of your choice, the one you're probably listening to my sweet, sweet voice on right now. Uh, But this brings us to the end of episode 79. Thank you so much for listening. It'll take us 19,000 years. um, Yeah, we got time. We got time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Incredible moment. Yeah, I got time. Um, is there anything we want to hype for, for next week? Uh, Seth will be playing Final Fantasy again for some reason. Uh, Steve, anything you want to you want to hype up? Um, it's too late to say it now, but we ever doing that um, with Spider Verse chat? Ooh! Oh shit! I forgot perhaps, about that. Perhaps yeah, I forgot I'm, we haven't done that yet. Yeah, because I'm still going through uh, Persona and Tears of the Kingdom, uh, and I just started the DLC for Vampire Survivors, but it's more of the same. Uh, so that might be my. Section for next weeky week. Maybe I'll have Taylor Swift tickets as well. <laughs> well, if a combination of hearing about Steve survived vampires and also played vampire survivors, uh, Ooh, like I did there, I'm quite proud of yeah, that. Yeah, I did. Uh, then, yeah, I'm, then I'm have... good with making the executive call right now that next week should be the Spider Verse chat. Well, you heard it here first. Maybe next week will be the Spider Verse chat. Anyway. Until then, I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Steve and Seth. It feels wrong to say it backwards, but that's how I opened it. That's how I'm going to close it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Happy birthday, Grimace. <laughs>